We are back again. Once once again, episode two, season two, episode two. <laughs> season two. Season it's season two, Except man. Three geeks in the pod. Season me, him, two. and y'all. Me, him, the audience. We back. I don't even think we need to. It really hasn't been that long since we recorded. I don't know when people hear this, but it hasn't been uh, that long since we recorded the last episode. So I'm not gonna ask you how you doing. Not because I don't care. Because I don't think much has changed in 24 hours. Fuck you, George. I just don't. I just don't. <laughs> Fuck you, George. I just don't think much has changed in 24 like, wow. hours. Could you have really gone through like a psychological crisis in 24 hours? What if I cried myself to sleep last night? That's between you and God. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, shit. No, That's you between you and your God, <laughs> You bitch. All it's, right. You ever heard that, uh, you ever heard that expression like anything after 12 is between you and God? <laughs> Don't call my phone because anything after 12 is between you and God. <laughs> call God. God, nigga. That's don't it. call me. Don't call God, man. But we are back, man. And we got more to talk about. More entertainment news, more pop culture news, film news, Marvel news, oh, yeah. DC news, all of it. What are we going to jump into first? Yeah, we're going to jump into a little bit of DC first and head toward Marvel. What are we, what are we jumping into? I got I to gotta get myself together here. Let's I talk about the Suicide Squad game, man. The Suicide bruh. First of all, they finally gave it a release date. They said May of next year. Is it? Yeah, May okay. of next year. Okay. Absolutely. They May dropped 2023. A little, yeah, they dropped a little teaser trailer for it. And not, not necessarily a teaser trailer. They added just a, it's like, a, a, it was more for like the promotion to show that Cameron Conroy was actually going to voice Batman. Yeah, that was awesome. His very that last was, uh, that voice was like, yeah. beautiful, beautiful reveal. I wish he could have yeah. been here to see it. Rest in peace to the GOAT. People uh, love that shit. I love that shit. As soon as I heard the music, I was like, oh, fuck. But they had already said, remember, a while back that this was in the Arkham universe. They yeah. had said it was in Arkham, but I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting to actually Batman. see Batman in this one either, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm, that was a nice little surprise. Yeah. Very nice. So I knew it was him. As soon as I heard the music. I'm oh, like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I, the vibes, dog. The vibes alone were like, hold on, hold on, When I heard hold that on. Arkham music, I'm like, yeah. okay, okay. I like his new design, too. It's like very, uh, it kind of looks like Telltale Batman. He had the very okay. similar yeah, armor yeah. to that. It, it gave me an injustice vibe, but no, I, I think Telltale is probably a better. That too, it does kind of yeah. look a little bit like that too. But I like the I like the designs for yeah. it, and I like that we're finally going to see the like the Arkham Universe uh, Justice League and yeah. all that stuff. I hope that that leads to like other games, right? other yeah. games yeah. in the like exactly. How long have people been asking for a Superman game, bro? Like bro, a, like a good of, Superman for game. For the you know love what I mean? of God, give us a Superman. I think a Wonder Woman game would be pretty cool too. It was like, no, like remember they was supposed to be that's in development. Remember they announced that last year. And is it set in the Arkhamverse? I don't know if it's. I don't know. I think it might be its own thing. But they said they was looking at something on the lines of, like. Uh, I think I recall that. Okay, I, they yeah. show like one image and then never. You yeah, know, and never we haven't heard shit from it ever since. Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting on that. I, I hope because imagine like it's, something like that. Yeah, imagine it's like God of War esque. But like you know, Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be gangster. I hope it like separates from the film completely. Yeah. I, don't want, I don't want you know the the queen princess demigod of the Amazons out here fighting a guy that with a fucking wand or anything. You know what I mean, I want her to be <laughs> yeah. going up against like Ares or Hades or yeah. like the old gods or giants or even like different pantheon of gods or something. Yeah, or another Amazon, bro. Fuck it. Different mythological beasts yeah. and stuff like that. Just her versus Artemis or some shit. You know what I mean? It something like the God of War feel, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the, the, the newer God of Wars, where it's, it was the 2018 God of War and Ragnarok. Like, give it that kind of. Can you imagine like uh, that kind of gameplay, but with Wonder mm-hmm. Woman? That shit. Would what? Be with, with a little bit of more martial arts, I think, because I think Wonder Woman's a pretty like like they always paint her in the comics and in the games. Yeah. Like she's like an amazing martial. More artist. kicks, more. Yeah, like, you know, more up in the air. You know what I mean? Something. Yeah. You, know, you could look at that. And be like, oh shit, that's the. 
that's the tiger over dragon kick right. attack type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's like she's always painting like she she knows martial arts more than like the average like you know power yeah. power. Yeah, she's been alive for thousands of years. Yeah. She, she, yeah. She, so yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. Whenever they whenever they yeah. just decide to show us more of that. But Suicide Squad does. Look oh, good. that shit looks phenomenal, bro. Suicide Squad does look good. I wonder if like you think any of like the Justice League members. I know it's a Suicide Squad game, but do you think like any of the Justice League members could be playable, whether that be in the game or DLC? Maybe DLC. Maybe DLC. Maybe, maybe maybe if if we don't get like like if the game doesn't start off with showing us how the world fell to Brainiac, you know what I mean? Mm. And if they do a DLC to show us, mm. that could be how. You know what I mean? How they Damn, fall to Brainiac. That would be gangster. I think that'd be pretty cool. That would be gangster. Yeah. Imagine Kinda like an Arkham Asylum thing with Joker. Remember how Joker like yeah, how he took over the you get to play with him in a DLC taking over the whole fucking asylum yeah. before the game even starts. Something like something like in that area, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Never pretty cool. Maybe they, yeah, 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 yeah. What was, what was that? Arkham City? City Arkham yeah. City had those. Even, even Knight had some DLCs to it. Knight had some DLCs to it. Okay, after, yeah, after yeah, yeah. After the well. fact. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, I, that'd be cool. Especially if you, imagine if you had a DLC where you just, like, you play as Batman and it was, like, you know, an Arkham style, you know, take down, you know, take down room or something like that where you gotta, you know, swing from the gargoyles and shit. Just, like, a sandbox. Just... Uh, traditional Arkham right. style, you know, paying, paying homage to the old games. Yeah, a traditional Arkham style uh, stealth mission. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like that, that'd be kind of dope. Obviously, it would be like a full on, you know, another Arkham Batman game, but it would just be like DLC. We kind of like got to do a challenge. We got to go through a big stealth room. So that would be dope. That should bring bring tears to my eyes, bro. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. But yeah, hopefully we, you know, this is to get more spinoffs out of this. I would love to see Superman. Uh, spin out of this and get his own game like from the Arkham people hell yeah I don't know why people are always like Superman game is impossible it's, it's too hard to do how do you make it challenging I don't do understand mean? It. he's got a shit ton of like alien fucking competitors you can oh. go up against the, the war world he could do you can even give him something against the new gods or dark side right. or or, or maybe Brainiac before he comes to earth you know what I mean inner game it right. could be like against Zod for all the fuck we know you know what I mean for me to me that's lazier people because like look at God of War right when you think about it, like, what could really take on Kratos, right? But at the same time, it's like, you play through the game, and he got a health bar. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He can be killed. Like, you could do the same thing with Superman. Obviously, don't make it to where, like, the weakest enemies to kill him, right. but just where, like, he's not super invincible. Like, I'd be okay with that. Right. Like, I'd be okay with, like, a... Uh, and as you get, as you level up in the game, you get stronger and right. stuff like that. You know, you, you, you absorb more solar energy or something. I don't know. Right. But just... You, you know what I'm saying? You could even make it a plot of the game to where, like, he has to start off, like, regaining his solar energy or something like that. I think something happened where all of the solar cells, uh, his solar cells were drained, and now he's back to, <laughs> to Smallville level. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. when he was in Kansas, and now he's back to just leaping tall buildings, and you got to unlock everything and refigure out how to be Superman. There's so many things that you could do. I just feel like it's lazy when people go... Man, it's too hard to do a Superman game. You know how you do that? I just don't know. I don't know how you do it. Y'all don't see his face, though. That shit hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know. I just come on, man. People gotta have some imagination, bro. Yeah. You know, like listen, like if, if you can do the Superman game, it's just you. Know what I mean, it, I guess it, it wouldn't for it to be really, really phenomenal. The game would probably have to take place in a different environment. Maybe start off on Earth, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. then, like, it would have to take place somewhere else. Like, I don't know, New Genesis, Apocalypse, a War World would be pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, something along that line where there are other heavy hitters around that where, like, 
Superman, still probably the strongest, right? But still isn't like the strongest by like leaps and bounds. You know what I mean? Where if like, you turn that recent War World arc from the combos recently, where he was actually comics, he was away. You turn that into a video game, that hmm. would be fantastic. Because you got Superman like almost gladiator like gear and stuff hmm. like that, and then you know you could have it start off with the classic suit, then he has to make you know gladiator armor and shit like that, and you know fight to you know kind of make your way back to Earth and stuff like that. Now it would kind of be just contain the war world to me that's that would kind of be like the first Arkham game mm-hmm. where it was just contained the Arkham Asylum but it was free roam but within that space within you know that, island, within oh, that yeah, island so to me I feel like you do a similar thing a bit bigger because you're on a planet so maybe give us like three sections or something like mm-hmm. that where you can explore and have that you know what I'm saying and then the arena itself and just have Superman go through these different things you know making allies and stuff like that to all battle against Mongo or something. Yeah, a DLC for that Superman game, this fictional Superman game we're talking about, mm-hmm. to be him in the city of, uh, in the city of Kandor. Ooh. There you go. Put him in the city of Kandor. That'd, That'd be pretty cool, too. too. Yeah. That'd be gangster, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's so many possibilities for Superman. Like, he just, he just needs a game, bro. Mm-hmm. He just needs a game. It can be done, bro. It can fucking be done. Yeah. Who do you, who do you, um, if they do a Superman game, like, who would you want to voice him? Man, from the OG Superman animated series. Let's bring Tim Bailey. Yeah, bring Tim Bailey. Fuck it. Or, or just George Newbern. Right? Same George guy, Newbern, right? Yeah. No, it's yeah. a different guy. Different guy. So, yeah, because so after after the animated series, I don't know exactly why or what that reason is. I'm not too, too sure. Because I know they did they did use Tim Bailey again for um, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. And maybe a couple times after that, too. But, like, George Newbern, he really became, like, the voice of Superman. Uh, going forward when Justice League came out and Justice League Unlimited. No. I, okay, the so Justice League and Justice League Unlimited voice. That's that's who you would bring. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's he's perfect too. Mm-hmm. I think he's perfect too, especially if it's a veteran Superman. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like already established and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a Superman game him starting off would be pre- kind of cool too. That'd be awesome. I wouldn't too. be against that. I yeah, be against that. But I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a seasoned Superman either. Yeah, fresh fresh from college or something like that. Yeah. Superman just just moving to the just team. learning how to do shit in the Daily Planet. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Mm-hmm. Clark Kent missions and stuff like that that'd mm. be kind of cool also like I just want like in a Superman game I don't know how this would be possible um, but I would just love it if you could play as Clark Kent in the free roam and like if you wanted to like you know fly away or something like that you could find a phone you, booth yeah you gotta find a phone <laughs> booth you gotta find a phone booth or you gotta like you know at the end of the game okay so imagine if you had to like find a phone booth throughout the game right to change or find a, a revolving door or something right. like that just to change real fast or dumpster or something whatever right right but then at, as you progress throughout the game and you get stronger and stuff like that you get faster and stuff like that you get to the point at the end of the game where you so fast you could like almost free time around you instantaneously change in Superman and be gone before anybody even notice okay. that's something that you gotta unlock at the okay, end of the okay. game like that would be cool and it would also like limit your like response time too to crimes because like say you walking around the city as Clark Kent or you run around the city as Clark Kent and everything and you can only use superpowers if nobody is looking at you, right? right? And then you know a crime goes off nearby, kind of like Spider Man when you see like the red you know flare and then you're like okay a crime is nearby and you literally gotta find somewhere to change and that kind of you know fucks up your response time maybe messing with your experience points or whatever it may right, be you know right. what I'm saying like that shit can be interesting. Like we've never gotten that in the game and we really got to have the duality of the superhero character. It'd be like little mini missions or something like that. But to be able to play as Clark Kent in the free roam and have that choice to like 
literally change into Superman. I just think that'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be fucking raw. That'd be dope. I think it'd be pretty cool. That would be dope. Like, don't give us no lame-ass reporter missions, though. Like, nothing ah, too bro, crazy. fuck out of here, yeah. Like, like Spider-Man gives us the Mary Jane missions. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted to, uh, boy, I wanted to break my controller. It, Every, it was, it was except annoying. they had this one Mary Jane mission towards the end where they give you the taser uh-huh. and let you tase people. And I was okay with that. When I was walking around <laughs> that bitch, just crawling Mary Jane and shit, walking behind people, just, just buzzing them and shit. That was pretty cool. But other than that, it's just like, you got to just sneak around. If, you get, you, if anybody sees you, Mary Jane goes, oh, no. And then the guy points the gun. He's like, wait. And then, like, it says, mission failed. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't like stealth missions too much in games that shouldn't be that stealthy. Yeah. No Lois Lane missions in the Superman game. Oh, yeah, none of that either. No Lois ah, Lane man. missions. Ah, man, you know, that's just... Because <laughs> how would that even work? I think it'd be worse than fucking Mary Jane. Mary Jane is, at least was contained to just New York City, you know what I mean? Like, she was a world-class reporter. Mm-hmm. And, and Lois, Lois Lane, Lane get yeah. busy now, though. Don't you get confused now. Lois Lane hit you with that, that throat chop quick. <laughs> Drop kick your ass quick now. That's the general's daughter right there. She She's serious. She got more skills than Mary Jane, but I still don't want to play as Lois. Real quick, one more, one more thing to add about this. You know, it'd be a cool spinoff if that, like, that Suicide Squad game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the Suicide Squad does whatever they got to do. You know what I mean? The end of the story, boom. And but then within that same realm is like Superman's game. You see, I'm saying Superman starts off doing whatever. Brainiac attacks. He becomes controlled by Brainiac for a little bit. Eventually, whatever Suicide Squad does helps him break out of it, and then he finishes off the, his game by defeating Brainiac. I think that'd be a cool way to connect it all. Hmm. Like two sides of the same story or something sort of, like that. But it won't necessarily be mirrored based off of Suicide Squad. It'll just be like two games for the same invasion. Hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. That's a good way. That'd be a good way to keep it on Earth, right? But then also be like to like a threat level where Superman could have like a crazy hard challenge. You know what I'm saying? Because I can see why people would be skeptical about him just staying in, in like uh, in Metropolis, fighting all burglars and and shit so I was like really you know is that really that big of a hard challenge for him yeah okay it's not it's not but like I would look at it like kind of like like again like God, going to God War for a second like with the realms where you go to the different realms and it's got all that free roam like imagine you can free roam in Metropolis but then you can also like you know go out into space to Earth's out, you know outer Earth's atmosphere or something like that you can also go to uh, the desert or something like that, or you can go to Kondok or something like that. Okay, like if, if they give us if they give us like free room to that level, okay, then all right, I don't see why people would complain too. too, too like to too for much. me, I feel like you gotta give us Metropolis, right? Right. And then you gotta give us probably an option to explore the fortress, right? Right. And then say like, you know, maybe the Watchtower. Maybe the Watchtower, and then. Say, I don't know, they're trying to make Black Adam or Superman thing now, right? That's why I said Kondok. Right. It'd be just like another, you know, city or kingdom to go to. Even if you couldn't explore the whole thing, but you could just go there or something like that. Like, that'd be interesting. Hmm. That'd be kind of interesting. But yeah, they just, they'd have yeah, to... Yeah, but ex- exploration alone can't be like the biggest feat in that Superman game. You know what I mean? It has to be no. a huge part of it, for sure, but it yeah. like, can't be the only the only big step forward. No, right, no, no, no. No, no I get what you're saying, but it... it you like it, it couldn't that couldn't be like uh, the selling point like it have to have mm. something to do in all these right. different locations like you're saying but again like a like you brought up Candor like imagine you can go to the fortress and then that's how you can get to Candor right. and that could be like another 
Because games are getting so much more vast, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got Ragnarok, it has all the realms in it, right? Mm. And I'm, I haven't played it myself, but I'm saying, like, all those realms are pretty vast, right? Yeah, they're pretty, like, so pretty imagine, good So imagine, like, you had, instead of it was nine, right? So instead mm. of nine, imagine you had four, but just each to, like, to the scale of, you know, push it as far as they can be pushed at this point. And, like I said, like, one is Metropolis, mm. one is the Fortress, whatever, Candor, uh, you know, Space, the Watchtower, and stuff like that. And then maybe you have Warworld at the end. Maybe at the end of the game, you make them each like you need to go back. You can go back to each one, right? And they're each available to you at the end of the game. I'd be okay with that. Like I think that would work. How would you? How what? What flying based off of video games that you played before, right? Or gameplay that you've seen? Mm-hmm. What? How would you want the flying structure to be for Superman? How, how would you want mm-hmm. to? How based off of what video game do you know that you'd be like? His flying system would be cool if it was like that. Damn, that's hard, man. I ain't gonna lie. Because it's not a lot of games where you can just fly. Like, it's not a lot of games, if you think about it. It's not a lot of games where you can just, like, fly. I mean, the, the only thing that I could reference and, like, immediately in my head is when I think about it is, like, Superman Returns. You know, they made a video game for that. And that was, like, okay for its time. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... You don't think Iron Man? Iron Man from... Not just Iron Man game. Iron Man from Marvel's Avenger game? The game that came out, like, two, three years ago? Shit flopped immediately. Yeah, then, I like, think people came back to okay, it. Okay, I do remember it. how the flight was in that. I think it would have to be a little more. That felt a little rigid. Like, like I mean, I think his was a little more because he was like a robotic ish. You know yeah. What I mean? So you don't think a combination of his his and Thor's put together maybe? Okay. Thor was led by the hammer. You know what I mean? When Superman when he flies, he puts his fist forward, so it could okay. be like. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I can see that a little bit. I can see that a little bit actually. Yeah, because because he, he could just you could like kind of just leave Iron Man in the air floating too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. And Iron Man kind of like he, you know, like whenever he's dodging in there, he just swishes left and right. Superman right. can do that. You right. know what I mean? And then you can use the melee and all that shit in the air and yeah. shit. Okay, okay, yeah. I can see something like that. Yeah. Obviously, better, smoother than that. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, way better than fucking <laughs> play, that. Yeah, play, yeah. yeah. Obviously, way better than that. that. But yeah, okay. Okay, but yeah. But speaking of Superman, though, as as we on Superman, though, uh, Superman. Remember, we got big changes coming to Superman in the comic books. All right, big right, changes right. coming to Superman. Well, it's funny we say big changes, but it's like really you know. It's big does. <laughs> it's well, it's big, but it's like the the, the word I'm like going like yeah, it's change because it's like the the change was the identity. Well, let me just say what it is first, right, for the audience. Go ahead. It, it's Superman is regaining his Clark Kent identity. If you didn't notice, uh, you know, a couple years ago, Superman his secret identity, Clark Kent, mild mannered reporter, was stripped away from him uh, when he revealed the truth to the world. Uh, telling the whole world his identity and um, essentially, yeah, like you know, wanting to walk with truth and and everything, and becoming this much more public figure, this much more public galactic figure, uh, but you know, I mean, like a uh, representative of like I think the Galactic Council or whatever, like that. It was kind of interesting, you know. A lot of people were against it, even myself, um, in the beginning, but it had become very interesting. And I'm kind of used to it now. It's like I see, you know, people call Superman Clark or call him Kent or something like that. I just I've kind of gotten used to it that everybody knows that Superman is Clark Kent. Now he's regaining his uh, secret, his identity. secret identity, and they say it's, it's the, the thing is the twist. I guess is that it's not some it's not something that he wanted. Like it's not something where he you know made a deal. It's not like a Spider Man Mephisto type of thing. It's not like a um, you know I don't know if it's Mystic Mystic goddamn Mystic Pitalik. I don't know if it's him or something like that. But it says that the truth has been taken from Superman. 
is what I saw in the tagline. The truth. So, so they, they haven't actually explained much about that. They just yeah, made it just made it clear he's gonna, he's gonna he's gonna get his identity back. So so when it says the truth has been taken from him, is 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 there a storyline already set or, or is this like something that's like up coming. in the air? Okay, so then coming, yeah. So what if he like loses his memory or something? What if they they hit him with like amnesia for whatever reason? What is well, well, he, or he's on a whole new world or something? You know what I mean? I don't I, I don't know because because the whole the whole theme of it seems to be like trying to get back the traditional vibe because I see Perry White on the cover, I see Jimmy Olsen on the cover, I see the Daily Planet on the cover. So they trying to it seems like they want to they're bringing back the supporting cast, right? That's what it seems like the traditional supporting cast, and they're probably trying to bring back the reporter stories and stuff like that now. But it was his choice to tell his friends this and have them be a part of his life in a deeper way. So maybe that's what they mean by like the truth has been taken from him. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like his the, his option that he chose to, to tell them the truth that's just been stripped from him. So I think that's a, it's an interesting story. The thing to me that like made me my eyes kind of open, kind of big was them saying John Kent will get a new identity. That's the part I didn't necessarily understand. But I guess, okay, let's look at it like this. If John Kent, he grew up, I remember when they had him as a smaller kid in the comic books, they would sometimes show him wear glasses, but sometimes they not so much. It was when he started to become Superboy and they had him like wear glasses to kind of like say, okay, now nobody knew. But if you think realistically, if Clark Kent and Lois Lane had a kid and he, you know what I'm saying, grew up, everybody saw him grow up, he didn't wear glasses, and he got superpowers, and he started wearing glasses, and now Superboy shows up, he looks just like Clark Kent's kid. The suspension of disbelief, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's, it's, come on. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's what they're thinking, they're like, they're gonna make him look different as John Kent? But to me, that doesn't make sense either. Like, to me, that doesn't make sense either. Yeah, because identity. What if he gets, because he came out public about his life too, right? Yeah. Okay, so then what if he... What what if it's more of a new persona type of life? What if I don't know? Because he went missing for like years with his grandfather, right? In the comics. Well, he was only missing in the regular time for a few months. Yeah, but, but for him, him it was, it was like years, right? Yeah. Okay. What if one of the adventures that he went on with his his grandfather over there comes back? You know what I mean? Like whatever, something along the line of like maybe he had to adopt a personality while he was out there, or like a secret identity while he was. He's out there. He's got to use that identity. Got to use that identity. Because what I'm telling you, what I'm afraid of, what I'm afraid of is that they're like going to erase the knowledge of Clark Kent having a son from the world. That would kind of, I think, would rub me the wrong way. Yeah, because isn't he like an adult right now? The kid's like 18 or some shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's like a full-blown adult at this point. Right. Kind of stupid to do that for what? Plus, he's like the second most powerful person in the fucking planet. Like, if they make Destined it, to be the strongest, right? Because, right. like, they made it clear his DNA is clearly going to be a lot stronger right. than fucking Superman. So, like, what the fuck? What's the... Yeah. What's all the hype about? Or what's the, what's the twist and turn they're going to try to hit us with? Yeah. And I'm twisting turns, but it hit hard because like this is yeah because I I mean I, I'm not gonna front like I'm the biggest Superman comic reader, but like I've been following it along with you, you know what I mean? So I got used I got used to it fast. Like he came out flat out and just said who he was, right? Because that World War arc was pretty cool too. But so like it it uh, it seems like a huge step backward. Yeah. It's, it's like the, the complaint you made about the Spider-Man. How Spider-Man every time he takes a step oh, forward, yeah. they take him back take two him back, fucking yeah. steps back He's to being a broke kid from like. Stuck in yeah, from like Queens cycle. or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. Spider-Man comic books are absolute garbage right now. <laughs> They're absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. No. Not even worth no. opening up and looking at. Yeah, I mean. Absolute garbage. It hurts my heart. It's already... I know you're a huge Spider-Man fan. Yeah. I mean, I like Spider-Man too, but I'm not going to front like... 
I didn't like him as much as you do, for sure. Yeah, Spider-Man hasn't been the same, and I, you know, a lot of people would be like, what the fuck, what are you talking about? Like, when they probably start messing up, but honestly, Spider-Man hasn't been the same since Superior Spider-Man. Like, honestly. That was, to me, that was the last, um, you know what, uh, okay, Nick Spencer's run, we're getting off topic here, but fuck that, we do that, it's a podcast. Yeah, it's Marvel, right? Spence, uh, Spence, uh, Nick Spencer's um, Spider-Man run mm. was, was, was good. Kindred, until we got to the, the, the very end, end. and it just, just, they just, and I could tell editorial fucked that all up. I could tell it was editorial. There's no way you're going to... Nobody will ever be able to convince me that that was Nick Spencer's plan. Nobody will ever be able to convince me. Because the literal issue before, it just didn't seem like it was heading that way. Now, you could say, oh, it's a twist. But it's like, nah, bro. Like, all the dialogue, the setup, it was was just too... Red flags. Yeah, there was no... There was nothing to lead us to that twist. It felt so out of sync. Hmm. It just felt so out of sync. And it just... Even then, though, it was like, okay, well, at least we can still... Even that story, at its worst, was better than what they're doing with Spider-Man now. Damn. You know? I thought that Kindred thing was very cool. Kindred was fucking amazing. Yeah. He's beating everybody's ass, that's true. Yeah, and I really, man, I'd love to see that turn into, like, an animated movie or a set of animated movies. And just do it right, man. Because to me, the, the, the simple answer of that he was Harry was so powerful. That he was the real Harry. Like, I thought that was a great, that was everybody's theory, right? And everybody believed that you know, he was Harry pre Pre the Mephisto wish, right. you know what I mean? Like, cause the Mephisto wish for Spider Man, it not just, excuse me, not just, it didn't just put his secret identity back in the bottle, but it, you know, saved Aunt May, it brought Harry Osborn back to life, and it completely changed the history of you know Peter and Mary Jane by making sure they were never married. But the biggest thing out of that, right, is is Harry coming back to life. That's a huge, huge thing. But I thought it would have been very cool. It showed that this Harry, which just like kind of like a false remnant of you know this new reality, whereas the real Harry who had died, his soul was still held by Mephisto and twisted and turned into Kindred. And that was an excellent fucking story. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent fucking story, which I thought would have been way cooler if you in that story they, they fucking take Norman Osborn's sins away in that story, and now he's a good guy or whatever. It'd been way cooler if you could still took his sins away, right? It'd have been way cooler if you finally would have just fucking killed Norman. Because it just feels redundant to have Norman Osborn around. It would have been cool if you actually would have fucking killed Norman Osborn. He redeems himself by dying to save his son for once. And Harry gets to come back, like, get his soul back, you know, his soul into the regular, into his human Harry body. Mm. And we could have got the real Harry back. He's no longer kindred. I would have rather seen Harry and Peter trying to put the past to the side and team up now currently in the comic books than Peter and Norman. Doesn't that make more sense? I just can't see... I can see Peter forgiving Harry for everything because essentially, if Kindred did that to him because of Peter, then, you know, Peter being the guilt, guilty guy that he he usually feels this, this extreme layer of guilt, it's like, okay, I, I can forgive Harry, I can work to forgive Harry and work past all this trauma and mm. stuff like that and help him regain his humanity. To me, that's way more interesting than having him fucking team up with the Green Goblin, the guy who fucking killed his girlfriend, um, his unborn child, and fucking um, a- attacked a paralyzed Flash Thompson. This dude has done so many fucking fucked up things. It just doesn't make sense to be teaming up with him in the comic books. Now, I understand, like, a lot of people go, a lot of people go, okay, what about Superman with Lex Luthor, right? Like, Lex Luthor has done a Maybe even more terrible. I don't know about more terrible. It's just it doesn't feel as personal, right? It doesn't mm. feel as personal. 
but we also know like Lex Luthor and Superman have a history in the comic books where some in some iterations they used to be friends and there was a there was always a hint of good in Lex. There's a poss- there was always a possibility for good in him. There's never been any fucking good in, in, in Norman Osborn. Whether he was a businessman, whether he was a supervillain, whether he was a government um, agent, whether he was a head of shield, he was always a piece of shit. <laughs> always up to some nefarious always, shit. Always, always up to some nefarious shit in every universe. In every universe, he's a piece of shit. And now he's the fucking golden goblin. I'm sorry, I'm ranting. I'm sorry. I no, no, no. But real quick, real quick. For the people who don't really read comics but know Norman Osborn, all right. And that Tom Holland movie, uh, No Way Home, right? The last mm-hmm. one. Yeah. All right. Willem Dafoe's character, Green Goblin. He showed up for what, like 30 minutes? And ruined Tom ruined Holland's life. life. Ruined his life. All right. That's just like one, if not like a tip, like the very tip of the iceberg for like all the mountain of shit that Norman Osborn has done to Peter in Parker the comics, in the comics. Right. right. But, so right. Ima- imagine trying to like see in the next movie Tom Holland and Willem Dafoe working together after this motherfucker literally was responsible for ruining his life in this entire right. movie. Huh. That's what it feels that, like. That's just like a picture for the audience that don't read comics but watch movies. That's excellent. Because that's yeah. what it, that's what it feels like. That's actually absolutely what it feels like. But yeah, man. I, I just don't know. But we get it. Yeah, let's not even talk. Back to Superman for a second. Right, back yeah. to Superman. You know, his identity coming back. So I, I'm checking that out and see what, what it's all about. Because I love the Superman comics. Yeah, you got to give it a chance. Yeah, yeah but the, the art. Man, listen. They, they released the Dan Mora um, art where it's the new, the new Superman family. Because so, mm. it's not now. now what, what I think we're safe from, though, it doesn't. This isn't like a let's throw away everything we've been working on. It's not that because we see the the kids that Superman it's adopted like from War yeah. World, and they're literally becoming these children. Which I love that. Like I love that for Superman. He seems like a character that would do something like that. I mean, think. I mean, he he literally is an, an adopted kid. So mm-hmm. to me, that's a great full circle moment to save these kids from War World. They have no parents. They are Kryptonian or Phalorian or whatever. You know, they're similar to him. And he's taking them in and really made them his kids. Like, talked about it with Lois and stuff like that. And taking them in. That's a fucking dope storyline, bro. Like, I'm super, super excited for this new era of the Superman family. We see Connor back. Thank God. He's been just all over the place. You know, so they don't know if Connor's teenager, if he's a grown man. If what, but it seems like they're going to finally figure out what to really do with him. They don't know if he's a teenager. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know anymore. It's like, cause sometimes they do. He's with Young Justice. Then he's a little bit older. Then he goes missing for a little bit. Then he's, it's just like they don't know what to do with Connor. But hopefully it seems like now they'll know what to do with him right. in this new Superman family setup. They even got the um, um, Chinese Superman there as well. I forget his name. But the Chinese Superman is there as well as a part of like the team or whatever. Yeah. Is that's, the, that's, the, that's the kid with like the orangey, yellow, and red, right? Yes, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. okay. So he'll be there. Um, Steel, you know what I'm saying? Natasha Irons, the the, 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 the Woman steal. Uh, Was that his niece or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. She'll be, she'll be on the kill Neil's niece. Yeah, <laughs> kill Neil's niece. She'll be, she'll be on the team. She'll Don't be sleep on the team. Yeah, listen, I tried to, yeah, I tried to watch that movie. The other, uh, like I don't again as an adult. Oh man, yeah, I actually never had watched it as a kid. Yeah, I, I saw it. I don't remember going to pieces. Yeah, I stayed away from bad stuff. Back then. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but I tried to watch it. I tried to watch it as an adult, and it's just like some of it was. Funny, but I just couldn't take Shaq serious like at all. He was supposed to be like hey, he's, a, he's a businessman. He's supposed to be the guy that came up with these weapons. He was like, I built this weapon to to, to, to protect people. And all this shit. And I'm just like, hey, that, <laughs> I built this weapon. That was pretty good. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, bro. That, that part was pretty good. <laughs> I think just a little slower in how you talk, I think would have been absolutely perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he really, he really, they really wanted me to believe he was a scientist. I built these weapons. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that was like, perfect, though. He came. You know, it's hard. Like, it's a hard selling point. It's, it's really hard to sell. Yeah, I, I got you. Man. I got his you. suit was goofy as hell, but um, yeah, the, the Natasha Irons version of Steel will be a part of this new Superman team. We see Connor. We see um, Chinese Superman. I wish I could remember his name right now. Karen. Hmm? Supergirl. She here. Supergirl is there. Part of it too. Yeah, cool. new suit. At the Damn, well, Superman got an army in this bitch. Huh? I see. I see everybody else got the new designs and shit too. Yeah. When they got the new looks and. Jackets and stuff like that. It gives me like a older Superboy kind of yeah, like kind of like they jacket, almost, yeah, know? kind of like. But it's kind of like they maybe they're on a mission or something like that. Maybe they're going somewhere. Okay, maybe, maybe that's a plot point because it seems like like you know what I'm saying. Like maybe they could be on some space mission or something. It could be cool because you said that 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 Superman. You said earlier on the Superman was was uh, being a representative of the Galactic Council. Is that, is yeah, that, right? that that's like Legion of Superhero shit, right? Later that's on, like, yeah, yeah this that's, is that's the like early it, days, like, the early days of it, right? Okay, yeah. it could easily be some shit like that. Maybe, maybe they dressing like a unit now because they yeah. re- represent the House of Ill. What's up? Ooh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yo. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, pretty dope. I like that because he was a huge inspiration point for like the Legion of Superheroes. That's right. that's clear. It's always been clear. It's like the one, like one of the one staple points that always stay the same for right, Legion right, of Superheroes. Right. Superman, you know, right? Uh, it makes sense. So yeah, I, I, yeah, for that. And then don't forget, like. You know, while we see like John getting new suit and stuff like that too, don't forget that like, we got the Lazarus Planet event coming up. Uh, and he'll right. be in that. He'll be getting the, new, right. the, the the electric blue powers. I don't know how that's gonna happen or how that relates to Lazarus Planet or anything like that. But we've seen art of John now with the electric blue uh, Superman powers mm-hmm. that Clark had in the nineties in the early two. That was like when like his two like his personality split or some shit like that, right? So that ended up that ended up happening, uh, like I think. At the end of that story, like that ended up happening, which is like a, it's like a play on Superman Red and Blue from the fifties and sixties, right? right? So that was a storyline where Superman got split into two physical bodies, but it wasn't like energy bodies; it was just like one all blue suit and one all red suit. And then they did the energy storyline where he gets exposed to this energy and his body becomes pure energy, and he turns back. So he turns back to Clark Kent. He actually has no abilities, right? He's just a regular kind of like human being. And he turns into energy form, and he's just like pure energy. He has telekinetic abilities. Some super strength, but his powers uh, have become different. And then at the end of that story, they did a play on red and blue from back in the day, and the energy got split into two. I don't know if it was one good, one bad, but they had different personality traits, like you said. And then eventually they were able to put him back together. He became normal Superman again. So I don't know exactly how they're going to do that with John or whatever, or if it's going to be permanent or whatever. But I think it could be interesting. Hmm. It could be interesting. It could be interesting. I kind of would have preferred, like, Refer to Connor got those powers. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, he already just—I mean, give him—he already had the telekinesis and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And if you added, you know, the electric blue powers to that too, I think that would have been kind of cool. Maybe change it up a little bit. Maybe be yeah. like a last resort kind of power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know, like super, I don't know if they're still doing it, but in, in Rebirth, I remember Superman and, and New Fifty Two too. Superman had that like solar flare, solar flare? And blast. Still he still flare. got that shit. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. cool. I'm glad they kept that. That was yeah. cool. It's a, that shit was dope. It's like a comment right out the eyes. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a uh, you know I was, only I was, for emergencies thing. I was gonna ask because you you're more again you're more in tune with the Superman comics, right? Mm-hmm. So this new new family of uh, kids that he just adopted, right? Mm-hmm. Are they they all their abilities are similar or do they have like are they uniquely different? So. They have but they're not exactly the Kryptonians. They're like right, they're Lorians, Yeah, they're like a branch of branch Kryptonians. Of they are left to another galaxy. Right. So I remember. I'm not all the way sure. I know they have similar powers and flight strength, and but I remember when that first Faylorian came to Earth. Um, uh, the girl that they had originally uh, Superman and Lois saved. I remember she used heat vision. I remember it was blue. 
Okay. So that was one of the. It'd be pretty cool. Like it'd be cool if they had like not necessarily like differences to the base the base powers, but like. Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe somebody, yeah, I mean, electrical powers, maybe right. somebody got a little, some heat, blue, ice, blue you know? heat vision, hot breath, or something yeah, like that, yeah, like, yeah. hot yeah. breath, <laughs> but you know, yeah. what I mean? maybe, maybe not so bizarro inspired, but like, you okay, know? yeah, yeah, so but something different, yeah, something, something different, different, for sure, maybe somebody could read minds or some shit, you know, yeah, like, you know, gravity vision or something like that, some shit, you know, you know? What I'm saying? yeah, like, bring back something from the old school days and put it in today, because I remember back in the day, uh, Silver Age, Superman had, like, different types of visions that we never even they don't even use now we just you know, we think of his visions we go okay he got x-ray which you know comes with microscopic and, <laughs> and and see-through and all that and all that stuff but back in the day he had like you know megaton vision and all this stuff that just could just come up that shit sound like fairly odd parents dark you know just for that story <laughs> that you know dark, what i'm saying said, meet vision dark started shooting our hot dogs <laughs> out of his <laughs> <laughs> he fucking in the middle of a fight and caught a hot dog and just started eating that shit. Oh, that shit was hilarious. He's like, meat vision. <laughs> nah, but yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. It'd be pretty cool. I remember then that, uh, what was it, that All-Star Superman, uh, the, the animated movie? Yeah. I remember he had like that biokinetic electrical like web that just came out of his back. You remember that shit? Oh yeah, that was when he when he had, got exposed to the sun. Yeah, like, and that right shit like amplified his fucking powers like a motherfucker. So right? he's supposed to have like a always supposed to have like a visible invisible aura around him. Yeah, and he was able to use it. Right, like, he yeah. was able to expand it because he had so much power. Yeah. That would be cool if they could do something yeah. like that. that goes with the TK and all that telekinetic power. So I, I can see something like that. Yeah, yeah. I can see something like that. I just love the idea of him having uh, younger kids around and stuff like that because I think that helps out the fan base. You know, a lot of people was like upset when they made John older. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like Superman needs to have like you know a young son, excuse me, and everything of that nature. So he has a young son and a young daughter now. So I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like you mm-hmm. kind of get the best of both worlds and shit. Finally, adding some to his arsenal, man. Like shit, Batman got like 13 kids, and here right. comes here comes Superman with like right. one. Yo, the su- man. Let me tell you, the next Superman Batman crossover, like family crossover, gonna be lit. <laughs> That shit's Hell gonna yeah. be lit. Boy, whoever that villain is from the cast, the most confusing, awkward ass yes. whooping ever, darling. Like, you know, know how they got, uh, from? You know how they got the world's finest book, which mm-hmm. is set in the past. I would love for them to do an arc in the present. Like they could go back to the past and stay in the past, but I'm saying like because it, it is a canon series. It's yeah. not like a just an Elseworlds and like it could be in the future, like somewhere out there in the future. Like yeah, I mean, it don't got to be too far. Too either. far, like a couple years yeah, later. Like yeah, what are yeah. the kids now? The kids might be like 10, 11 now. Yeah. Like do something for like they're 13, 16, like that. Yeah. Both families got to come together for whatever fucking unknown threat that requires mm-hmm. both you know the tenacity of the Bat family and then the fucking like powerhouse the power of super, the super, super family. Yeah, yeah, that'd be gangster. Yeah, that'd be cool shit. That would be gangster. I fuck with that. I mess with that for sure. Oh yeah, Justice League wouldn't stand a fucking chance. No, oh no, them two families team <laughs> yeah, up. You better watch out. Wouldn't stand a fucking chance. Anybody, anybody, but um, especially Goku. What? <laughs> wouldn't stand a chance against Superman. Both those. Families. We know that. Oh, he said both them families have all different. We know that. I'm just trying to set somebody off. Set yeah, somebody yeah. off. Want somebody there, there's always one of you, these fucking Goku tards just chilling somewhere. Always. Always at least one. I try to explain that to a lot of people because there's a lot of people who like are deeper into the manga than the comic book world. And I have conversations with them and I'd be like, it'd be like, I'd be like, bro, listen, Superman will wash Goku. Oh, like, nasty. And they'd be like, they'd, they'd be like, Sure, and it's because they only have read. Yeah, it's like, bro, yeah. I don't, I've read so many. I've seen Superman do a lot of shit, man. Like, number one, the thing that I think people don't understand with Superman versus Goku is that Superman is always invulnerable, and Goku is only in, 
is vulnerable when he powers up. And you even then, and even then, not, he's not. A limit to he's it. a limit to his yeah. vulnerability. Now, let's go. Who's shooting out kryptonite? Can't remember how it is. Right. Not a whole lot that's gonna hurt. Right. Him. Right. You know? Like Goku, Goku, it can't move Earth. Superman could literally punch Earth in like yeah. half. Like there's literally in the new Fifty Two. And other versions of him too, but a new 50, I remember this was specifically well, new fifty two. Not even that. He was literally sitting here bench pressing a machine that was like three times the fucking weight of Earth. Yeah. For like the scientist chick that mm-hmm. he was like doing experiments for. Yeah. He was just like and he was benching it. She said for like four days straight. He yeah. was just benching nonstop. Like I, I don't know if y'all know this, but it Goku can't do that. No. Nah. Not even close. He can't do that. No. Nah. Also, like, Goku would die from an explosion of a planet. Superman would definitely not oh, die yeah. from yeah, an explosion too. of a planet. Definitely would not die. Yeah, so I mean, you know what I'm saying. So, so fortunately, it just it just wouldn't happen. But let's 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 move on from that. We we think we we just we, triggered like so many people. I know by the yeah. time this comes out, we we done triggered like the hate mail already piled up. By whatever. But <laughs> you don't change shit. Anyway, Superman just, still watch Goku. Moving on. Right. This is this is some somber news. Obviously, we 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 already talked about this. Uh, not on the mic, but off the mic, and the whole world was talking about this. But um, uh, we lost. Uh, well, we lost a lot of people in the, in the entertainment right. field over time. We, well, we've been we taking on our break, taking our break right? and everything. Um, one of those mainly, uh, well, not to say mainly or primarily, but one of those people off the top of my head was Jason David Frank, uh, the white, the, 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 the white, the Green. White Ranger man, yeah. Green Ranger, the original Green Ranger, the original White Ranger man, uh, the original Six Ranger man. So that shit was mind blowing, man. That shit was mind blowing. That shit was mind blowing, and then we lost. I think before that we had lost Kevin Conroy. Yeah, Kevin Conroy yeah. was first. We lost Kevin Conroy. To, it was to cancer. Is that is yeah, that right? Yeah, okay. yeah. And then Damn, that sucks, man. and then you know to lose Jason David Frank in the way that we did. That's just uh, sucks, man. Super sad. Super sad. Hey, uh, a little bit of good news though. Uh, it was like we were talking about the other day. Um, Jason managed to finish his last project he was working on. It was oh like, yeah, White Dragon, yeah, Legend of the like White Dragon. Yeah, it was it was a Power Rangers inspired show or I'm sorry, movie, movie. that it, it was based around Power Rangers, but I don't think it had any direct connection to like any of the actual right now real Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. But it was a project that he'd been working on for a while now, and it and I, I read an article the other day that said that he did manage to finish it before his passing. Okay, so yeah, I mean, so we we might be able to. I mean, I don't know how how big the movie will be, but we'll get to at least see him portray the character at least one more time it, I won't lie man it's, uh, and I'm sure I'm not going to be able to name everybody you know, we talked to Jason David Frank we talked to Kevin Conroy um, we lost I can't damn I'm so sorry I wish I could remember her name right now the young lady from Supernatural um, I think she, Meg? She, yeah she played Meg but played I can't Meg. remember her name right now Sydney Cox mm. Courtney Cox Sydney Cox no Courtney Cox is friends I think hold on Let me look. we're going to look it up right now yeah, we're going to look it up right now guys I know you're going to ask me these questions I would have looked it up already you got it Looking it up. Hang tight for these messages from three geeks in a bar. <laughs> Nikki Acox. Nikki Acox. Okay, I said Cox. Courtney. I said Sydney. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm naming off all Courtney white Cox girls. I'm a... naming off all the damn white girls. I'm sorry. <laughs> I so apologize. God bless that girl. Because I'm just naming all yeah, the white Nick, girls. Nikki Acox. There we go. Nick, what's the name? I'm sorry. Say one more time. I, I think it's Nikki Acox. What's her name? That's who passed? Yeah. We lost her. Um, um, Takeoff. From the Migos, oh, that man. shit that, broke my that, heart. That shit rocked the the whole rap and hip hop community. That shit broke my heart, man. Because you know, like I said, we that, that that they came out in a pivotal point in our in our lives. Uh, me and my friends' lives. Um, t- 
Hotel in the high school and stuff like that. Like that was our soundtrack. The Migos was our soundtrack. That Hannah Montana drop. That's a different feeling. <laughs> that's a different feeling. Hannah Montana come on. Anybody listen? Y'all listen to this right now. You know what? If you've been listening so far, you've been listening long enough for what my you know I got my play already. Come back, take a pause. Come back. Go listen to Hannah Montana. You'll be feeling just totally better. You'll feel like now listen. Don't go sell no drugs nothing like that just because you listen to Hannah Montana. But go listen to that shit. You'll feel totally different. You come back feeling like a new man, tell me, or a new woman. That shit is just amazing. So that shit rocked me. But all these different, I'm not going to be able to name everybody just to lose, to lose uh, all these different people uh, back to back to back. And then to, um, what's that noise? To, to see um, the reaction of all these fans. To, to see the reaction of all the fans. To see the heartbreak. Of all the fans, it, it reminds me, and I talked to you about this before. I talked to you about this before. It really reminds me of how much in this entertainment business, how much of it really is about giving. And I know a lot of people might disagree with this because a lot of people look at entertainment entertainers as like, man, okay, y'all get to have fun, y'all get to do what y'all like to do, and you make money off it, right? But a lot of times, and I told you this before, I feel like entertainment, so much of it is about giving. So you give so much a lot of the time, you get because you're giving a piece of yourself to the art to then give to the people for them to enjoy. Now, you may get something from that. You may get some monetary. You might get a thank you. You might get a, you know, that's beautiful. But the amount that you, amount of yourself that you put into the art to then give to the people at a constant rate. For years at a time. So when you leave this planet, people really, it really touches them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really, really affects them when you leave this planet. It just, to me, it just shows how much uh, these people give. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much of themselves. Like, think of like a raw, uh, uh, um, damn, I can't believe I'm even having trouble remembering his name right now. Ra, uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, right. You look right. at a Robin Williams who's giving the world so much joy and not having not having that joy within himself, you forget, like, as he's making all these people happy, you don't even think about, like, what could make him happier and all these different things. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. his family or what's going on with him. It's just so, so much giving, and a lot of times you don't receive that back. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like... It's easy to forget that some of these people that aren't, like, you know, celebrities or, or musicians or whatever, that they're people. Yes, yeah. right, that that's what I'm trying. Yeah. Just, just like you know, every other person, regular people, you know, nine to five workers and shit. They people come to see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're not. You know I mean, sometimes outside forces affect your life. You know what I mean? It happens to everybody, rich or poor. You know what I mean? Right. So. so yeah, man, it's just it sucks, man. When you lose when you lose these people, man. So that's just why you gotta you really gotta show that love while people are here. You really gotta appreciate people while they're here. If you if 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 something. If, if, if a person gave, put something out into the universe that you loved and it affected you, thank that person, man. Thank that person, whether it's on social media. If you get a ch- if you see them, thank them. You know what I'm saying? Don't be scared. You know, you know what I'm saying? Thank them because they gave you some type of joy. Because the joy go a long way a lot of times. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of times where I've been down and out. And the simplest of joys, whether it be an animated film or video game or a movie or whatever, or a performance or whatever, I can enjoy that and it'll take me out of whatever mindset I was in and put me in a happier mindset. Those people gave me something. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I said, like, for me, entertainment is really about giving. But, yeah, man, it just it just sucks that we, you know, 
love these people, man. Especially Kevin Conroy. I mean, I won't say especially, but just that shit really. No, but that shit, that shit hurt. That shit. That's hurt. our childhood. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Any, anytime, every time I ever think of Batman, even in movies that he didn't voice, I still hear his voice. Yeah. Like, every time I open voice. a comic book. Every time I open a comic it's book. his voice. That's man. the voice that I hear. That's the voice I hear. So rest in peace to all the people uh, that we lost um, over these past few months. And, and yeah, man, just like I said, tell people that you love them and appreciate them while they're here. But anyway, we don't want to. We don't want to stay stay down and stay stay sad. We still got to keep going. It's still things are great. It's still you know what I'm saying. We gotta appreciate the things that those people left, and we gotta keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Time to make some money. That's we gotta keep. So what's, keep what's up next on the list? Please mess now. Now stay tuned for these messages from three geeks on the Bonanza. Promoting some gross ass gas station coffee or something. Right, right after that heartfelt moment, <laughs> like so. Anyway, uh, do you need to pick me up? Need to pick me up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Got a little little cow decaf coffee. Right. Soon we just At had this, we had a super heartfelt moment. Are you having trouble in the bedroom? Go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking everybody. Right call. <laughs> right. Feeling depressed? Are you <laughs> call this number now? <laughs> uh, but anyway, man, uh, transitioning universes for a second and talk about the Marvel universe and the, and Disney and everything they got going on over there for a second. Um, a movie that we've seen the trailer for now, uh, Ant Man. Quantumania. Yeah. You saw the trailer for that? Yes, I did. Did you see? So, do you remember like a few months ago um, when the trailer had got leaked? Okay, yeah. And it was like, but it had an additional scene in it right. and whatever. It had that line about Avengers. Right. You remember that? But Kang, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, in that in that version, Kang, Ant-Man says, you know, something along the lines like he's going to stop Kang. He's an Avenger or something like that. And Kang goes, you're an Avenger? And he's like, have I killed you before? Yeah. Like, I remember that. Now they, they they purposely took they took that line out of the official release of the trailer. Really, huh. that line's not in the official release of the trailer to me because that's a huge that's a huge plot point that he's faced the Avengers before. Now this is not let's tell you where I'm going here. In Endgame, they introduced a, a version of time travel that really wasn't time travel, like like the ancient one explained to Hulk in Endgame. You know, them going back in time creates a bridged reality, and now they're on two streams of reality. Right. Until they can bring them back into one, but of course we watched Loki, and now there's all these different strings of reality. Now we know in the comic books, Kang is not—he's not really like based in variants and, and uh, multiverse and all that stuff in the comic books. He's, he's more based in time travel mm-hmm. in the comic books. Do you think Quantumania could be the place where they introduce like actual time travel into the Marvel universe? And I think you think I'm thinking maybe that line. By him having already faced the Avengers, could that be an indication of that? Like Kang is actually still going to be a real time traveler, or is it that this Kang has faced another set of Avengers in another universe, something like that? What do you think? Uh, I I was under the assumption that he like was already a time traveler. You know what I mean? Okay. Like like he was already established. This Kang was already like a time traveler. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, okay, maybe so because he, he knew the end of the story and all that. So, right. like, in, in, when he was the, um, the one above all or whatever, yeah. he didn't know, like, the... But it, it could easily be that he faced other Avengers in different universes. Too, right. Because that one specifically spoke about how, like, his variants. Right. You know what I mean? And how he was the last of the variants and stuff like that. Right. Now, him dying would cause another, you know, another group of variants to kind of appear. So, maybe it is just like variants. But the reason, too, that I hope that they keep the time travel component of his character is so we can get Iron Lad. 
because that's how we get Iron Lad. So it seems like throughout the Marvel movies, right? It seems like they've been setting up uh, Young Avengers a little bit, right. and throughout the TV shows as well. So they had uh, the new Hawkeye and Hawkeye. They had uh, Isaiah Bradley's grandson and and um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I forgot what character he becomes Patriot or something like that. I forgot exactly what his character is called. Um, they introduced young Loki, kid Loki, in, in the Loki series. Uh, uh, Scar is, 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 is around now. I'm not sure if they'll maybe have him replace Hulk or something like that. But they're seemingly setting up young Avengers. And one of the main characters of that, one of the big mystery characters of that, is this kid, Iron Lad. Who, you know, spoiler for the comic books, you know, if, if you ever plan on reading them. And potentially for the movie, too, if they ever, you know, actually do this character. Iron Lad is a version of Kane from from the past who has not yet become this evil, you know, dictator character and is, you know, a fan of the legendary Iron Man, which I think you could play into even more so because Iron Man has, in the MCU, Iron Man has kind of become this legend. He sacrificed himself to save the universe mm. and stuff like that. If you deal, like, a few hundred years into the future, he'd be a legend. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if he was a legend to the young Kang, who then becomes Iron Lad and mimics some of his technology and stuff like that, that'd be cool. Like, it'd be a dope-ass reveal if they have the Iron Lad character in these movies at some point, and you don't know who it is, and then, like, as they're fighting Kang, he, you know, punches Iron Lad or some shit like that and knocks his mask off, and it's a younger Kang. That'd just be just... That shit would be a dope-ass reveal, you think? Yeah, but I, I don't think... It, I don't think... Kang's first run. Uh, I, I don't know if that it would. I would like to see that. I would like to see something like that. But I don't know if Kang's like first run. You know what I mean, uh, what do you mean his first? What do you mean like, first? Like run? him going to like because he, he's he's going up against Ant Man here. This is going to be. His oh no 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 no! I'm excuse no no no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. It. I, I guess I should clarify that. I meant like in in the grand scope of things. Like eventually, I'm. Okay, I, when sure. I mean, like, like he punches. Up against, like, the I'm world saying at the very end. Of I'm saying this in Avengers. Right, okay. I'm saying in the King Dynasty movie. No, no, not Quantum. Okay, I should. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if that. Would no, no, no. Yeah, that's too much. That's too much, that's too much to do much in Quantum movie. Yeah. No, no, no. I just want them to establish that he's a time traveler in Quantum Mania. That's all. Yeah, that'd be too much for for Quantum Mania. Right. I mean, yeah, somewhere down the line, you know, I mean, if he becomes a bigger problem, you know, Thanos wasn't. Yeah. That's what they say. They say he's even. They say he's a way bigger threat. They say he's a way bigger threat. I'm not excited about these future Avengers movies so far. Not, really? Yeah, I haven't. There's not really a character here left that I'm like excited to see teaming up with another one. To be honest with you, I, I okay, I, I, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm being pessimistic. I don't know. But I, I, like Ant Man was cool for his, you know, for his like side little, side little movies that he had going on. But for mm-hmm. him to probably now become like. You know what I mean, like a focal point in the Avengers seems a little comedic to me. Like, I don't like, know, man. Hold on now. Wait a minute. Yeah. Now. Wait a minute. Ant Man's always been a focal point in Avengers. Now uh, he was one of the really. Rich... You know what I mean? Ant Man. No, 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 I'm excited for King. I'm excited for to see his, that guy's performance. I'm excited to see how the story goes for sure. But I, it's not like I'm thinking like, damn, 
I can't wait to see what the Avengers pull out their ass to fight against this guy because like I'm not gonna be there really for the Avengers at least not at this point. Well, I mean, who it depends on who the who are Avengers, right? That, okay, then that's yeah, that's another thing too. Who are the Avengers? Because I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited, especially after we've seen uh, Wakanda Forever. We gotta we gotta talk about that a little bit too. We, I don't know how we didn't. I don't know how we didn't talk about that. We gotta talk about that a bit. Maybe not the whole thing, but just like certain things, particularly the end. But we are gonna get to that. I, after that movie, I definitely want to see Shuri interact with the other Marvel characters, her being the new Black Panther now, right? I want to see her interact with Spider-Man and, you know, uh, Captain America, Falcon. I mean, the new, you know, I'm calling Captain America. I'm put some respect on his name. Captain America, mm-hmm. the new Captain America, uh, War Machine, you know what I'm saying? And then, obviously, you got Captain Marvel around still. Uh, the new Captain Marvel, uh, not 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 a she's not Captain Marvel but the Photon or whatever uh, the, the Black Lady, um, you know all these uh, newer characters, uh, Strange is still around, you know what I'm saying? So he, I still want to see these characters come together. Some of these characters I still want to see come together. We can assume maybe Thor still might be around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's nobody on that list that I'm like that crazy excited about. To be honest. What? Yeah, bro. I got it. You know, I, I, I said this. I'm they, more, they ruined but, Hulk further. That's opinion, what I was right? saying. Hulk was a big letdown, huge letdown. Thor, his movies have been going downhill, in my opinion, okay. like like fucking crazy. That Doctor Strange movie fell way short for me, in, in my opinion. Right? Okay. You know what I mean, like it wasn't horrible. It wasn't as bad as the Thor movies. Yeah, but I it, thought it was real good. Yeah, but it was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to draw a battle line there for a different date. Okay. But he, he, like, in, Hawkeye was never really like I never really watched an Avenger movie for Hawkeye. Don't get me wrong, his character you know was great satirically, you know, great sarc- sarcasm. Right. Not too excited about him. Uh, Falcon was a was a great like side character in my opinion, uh, but I mean, after that is like I, I wasn't not excited about this whole thing that Hulk got going on with this gun scar. Um, the Hulk stuff I'm not interested in. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah. The Hulk stuff, I'm not. I, I think even team up wise, I'm probably more interested in the street level stuff, like to see Daredevil and Spider Man. That's probably the most hype shit I'm I'm excited to see. Um, go back real quick, though. We, okay. we talked about Sherry, right? Uh, the new Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I, it was a good movie, no doubt. I feel like she should have got her powers maybe a little sooner, or the last fight scene should have been dragged out a little more. I, I don't feel like we saw her play Black Panther enough as, like, the, you know, like with all her powers and shit. I feel like that part at the end was not, not rushed, but, like, we uh, it would have been cooler if we saw more. Like, her as Black Panther. Like I'm sold as her as Black Panther for sure. Like her, her, her story origin to become Black Panther, like everything that happened in the movie, phenomenal. But I would like to have seen her fight more as Black Panther. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not not excited about it. It's just I was left wanting more of what she could do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like how she, because yeah, I mean, you don't want to just put a, you don't want to just put her in the suit and then she fights like exactly like T'Challa. You know what I mean? I would like to see her fight in her own original way, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. You know. Because she was always more science-based. Yeah, she had, she, yeah, she had more science-based, you know, tricks to, when she was yeah. fighting uh, Namor and stuff like that. But I agree with you. Maybe it could have been some more of her as the Black Panther. Yeah. But I like how the movie was structured. I think it just it made sense for how they did it. Because the movie, like, the, like you said, the main theme of the movie was grief, right? And how to deal with that. And her getting to this level of grief where she even needed to take the, the, the herb and to become the Black Panther. Like, to me, it just it hit at the right point in the movie. But I agree with you. I would have liked to see her fight more. I would have mm-hmm. liked to see more of her as the Black Panther. I agree with you on that. But that movie was that movie was uh, phenomenal. But something that you mentioned a few minutes ago, which is like 
the, di- the dip in quality. All right, let's talk about that a little bit because you're not the only person saying that. Like, a lot of people are saying that right now. Like, a lot of people have been complaining about, like, there being a dip in quality across the board at Marvel, whether it be uh, CGI, whether <laughs> it be story, whether it be direction, whether it be, um, some, I mean, you know, acting. Shit, acting. Yeah. Right. So, it just it just been a dip in quality. Like, why do you think that is? Um, Greed, bro. Like, they, it's, it's they're they're looking quantity at quantity over quality. quality. Yeah, quantity that's a, that's quality. a problem. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I, I'm here for a billion projects. Yeah. But man, you got You're a you're a multi billion dollar company, dog. You could put a little more effort into some of these things. Yeah. Put a little. You can kick. You can throw them a few more bucks, so that way things can you know can look and sound phenomenal. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's no reason why, like, Doctor Strange's fucking, like, third eyeball has to look like I fucking, like, bought it at one of those quarter tattoo <laughs> machine things at a fucking restaurant. Right, right. You know what I mean? Or why the fuck, when Thor's talking to Heimdall's kid, that shit looks, like, fucking ridiculous, like, green screen shit in yeah. the background. Even, like, even, I ain't gonna lie, like, I was watching Endgame the other day, and I ain't gonna lie, even that, that, that Final Battle Endgame sometimes looked like a PS3 video game. I ain't gonna lie to you. Now, you watching, like, Mega HD, it does, it looks... Okay. okay, I saw it in theater. I, mean, I, said, that shit I saw it. No, no, no. Yeah. I saw it in theater too, and it looked pretty good in theaters. But watching it at home, it definitely doesn't hit the same. And even also too, because a lot of times you remember we watch stuff in theaters, we be in the moment. It's like I'm seeing, I'm seeing Captain America pick up the hammer. I'm seeing Spider Man fly around on a Pegasus. I'm seeing Thanos and Thor go at it. It's so much shit going on. I ain't even thinking about how you know what I'm saying how good the CGI looks and everything like that at the moment. But, but I, because the story carries it. You see right. what I'm saying? The story direction and the acting carries Carity, it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, you can't have bad CGI and then, like, and the story, like, not, and the story not be that great or the acting be, like, fucking shitty or, like, the direction just not make too much sense. Right. You know what I mean? I think, like, the last time Thor was actually cool, like, legitimately cool, was probably Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah. That was the last time. When that last battle where he came through with, uh, with Stormbreaker mm-hmm. and shit, that was probably, like, the, the best and I think, like, the strongest version of Thor we've gotten forever. Absolutely. And then everything after that. Don't get me wrong. Infinity and like uh, Endgame. Okay, I can, I can. It grew on me a little bit. The whole, the whole him being chunky Thor thing. Mm. Right. I still think he should have powered up and then got ripped again. You know what I mean? Like after <laughs> he felt like he was worthy. But like whatever. It is what it is, and I it grew on me. But like everything after that was a fucking joke. Yeah. Everything after that was a fucking joke, dog. Like that Love and Thunder shit. I wanted to like it more than it actually was. And yeah, I, even and then, I still didn't have that much love for it in the beginning. Yeah, Love and Thunder was garbage. It was garbage, dog. Like at the very. Like, he just, like, all of a sudden, he just whips out a power that could have been a turning point in Infinity War or an Endgame. This motherfucker can imbue people with the power of fucking lightning, just like himself. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. I, like, not, that sucks. I'm, you know, I'm not trying to, like, shoot them some, some leeway, but I, to me, like, that's, that, so the thing is, that wasn't even his power, right? Like, he's, he's using Zeus's lightning bolt to transfer the power to the kids, but it's not established in the movie that it's the lightning bolt that can do that because that was one of the deleted scenes. Because he was supposed to have a conversation with Zeus where it's like a real serious Nah, yeah, but in that, that movie, he actually says, still says that you would be imbued with the power of like the code something something Thor and he was like, oh, temporarily, at the very end. Right, through through the... Yeah, through but it was bolt. still the power of Thor though. Like, it, it right. wasn't, you know I mean, it wasn't Zeus-based. Zeus was teaching him in a deleted scene that he controls lightning and that lightning isn't a thing without you. See what I'm saying? He was teaching okay. him how that's how he was able to grab Zeus's lightning bolt was because he had taught him right. during that deleted scene. But that still was based in Thor's power. That was he was imbuing those so, kids with. Yeah, okay. It was a silly part. It, it was, was a silly, silly part was a silly. that completely like watered down because then you 
like a fan like myself that actually can pick apart this kind of shit. It's just like, why the fuck didn't he do that during like, you know, a world fucking shattering or universe or dimension shattering enemy? Right, like, why didn't right. he do that then? Why didn't he do that in Infinity War? Right. Right? Why, why, he, why didn't he give all the Wakandians that I kind of power? I was about to say, why didn't he power up the Wakandians? Why didn't he give M'Baku uh, fucking lightning powers? Right. That would have been a whole different deal. You know what I mean? Like, is come it, on, man. Is it, is it racially motivated, Thor? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not a whole lot of black as guardians. Yeah, just right. saying. Just I'm dog. Yeah, you keep, yeah. him, keep him at the front One gate. One guy. And he's the security guard. Yeah, you keep That's his ass crazy. at the front gate. He the bouncer. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like this. It's, it just went atomic. I think the last real good Marvel movie, in my opinion, that came out was Spider-Man No Way Home. The last one that came out that I was think really good. that was the last epic one. Well, besides Wakanda Forever. I thought Wakanda Forever okay, was Okay, okay. Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever was a okay. great movie. Okay, okay, okay. I take it back. I take it back. You're right, you're right. It was a good movie. It was a great movie. I don't I don't think I've had I had any complaints with uh, the special effects or anything in that movie no, at all. So no. I take that back. Okay. Aside from not counting Wakanda Forever, right? Mm-hmm. Before, I think the very last movie that was actually good, Spider-Man. No Spider-Man. But and I, you know what I think too? Like I think they put more effort in the Wakanda Forever because I was like the end of phase what, four. Yeah, it's the end of phase. Okay, I mean, it's the end of the phase. Lot, you, want, you want to put more lot. money into the end, right? It's a lot. It's yeah. this, it's a it's a celebration of Chadwick Boseman. It's mm. a it's a goodbye. It's a you know it's just a lot. That movie mm. is just heavy. I think we gotta we gotta talk about that even separately. But like, yeah, yeah, there definitely has been a dip in quality. Oh yeah, you, you think that's a that's a. You were talking to me about this before. Do you think it's a it's a, like a, a the upper echelon of like Disney making these choices, or do you think it has to do with like? Because you did mention that a lot of these CGI special effect companies don't want to work with Marvel, right? So that's a Marvel. I think it's a Marvel issue because they say that like Marvel is um, putting these like insane deadlines on them. And you know, we, before we even went on break, this was an issue. Um, the visual effects company saying that like you know Marvel is giving them all this work to do with a limited amount of time and limited pay and it's like it, they had an advantage because everybody in town was like so like so so wanting to work with Marvel it's like you, they, the, the companies were kind of looking at like okay, well we have to deal with this to keep the customer competing right yeah and okay. stay, yeah you know what I'm saying And but now people are saying like Marvel's starting to get blacklisted by some of these companies and like some of these companies are refusing to work with Marvel because of their their past so I think I think Marvel has to do some cleaning up man they gotta do some cleaning up of their image they're still legends they're still on top, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. can't take that away from Marvel. They got 28, 30 films, some shit like that, right? But I'm just saying, like, they got to clean this shit up because it's messy. It's nasty. Yeah. And it's hurting the quality of the films because you're not getting, you know, a lot of these films being so CGI-based, like, you know, not, not it doesn't have to, everything doesn't have to look extremely real, but damn, it can't look yeah. janky, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like it just can't look janky. It can't look and like I went over there with a sharpie to draw an eyeball right, on Doctor right. Strange. Like it can't look like that. <laughs> in terms of like the story quality, you know, I was talking to uh, C. Webb about this. Shout out, shout out, Ken. Like it, it's like they they're hiring people who like don't have a lot of credibility in this realm. Like they're hiring like for uh, She Hulk, right? Mm. So she and that was kind of a, a mixed bag. Like I think there was maybe like two or three moments of She Hulk. That I enjoyed, and one of those being Daredevil. You know what I'm saying? Not even She-Hulk, not even She-Hulk itself. You know, really did anything for me in that show. Like, it was a couple moments I liked of her, but it just to me that show was a total missing of the mark. And that had, shit flopped in my opinion. Just saying, but go uh, ahead. They go had ahead. just no. It was a total flop, and they had I think Jessica uh, Gal as the showrunner who doesn't have like a lot of. Um, experience with this type of project and I think her only previous experience let me just make sure before I say this now I don't want to I don't want to say this uh, 
have it wrong. I'm gonna play some elevator music. Jessica Gow. a movie I thought she did. I don't want to say the wrong. Okay, I apologize. I thought, I, th I was going to say, you know, I thought she had done, I thought she was the one who did uh, Birds of Prey, but it wasn't her, excuse me. But so she doesn't even have like a credit like um, big enough to where like, you know what I'm saying, like you give her a, a, a whole gig, show. A gig like, yeah, taking yeah. over uh, She-Hulk being the head writer on She-Hulk and stuff like that. It just... That shit was like... Like, I ain't gonna rap, though. That shit... That felt like somebody took acid and was just like, let me... Let's come up. Let's write stories, guys. And, like, two or three people all high as fuck it decided seems, to put it, it, ideas together. Like, it, it was weird. It, it seems like they're being to... It's like to the point where it's like, you know, Marvel films, like, we got the formula. We can have anybody just do it now. Whereas before, they were trying to bring in, like, kind of like more of better top-tier talent. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, the first... You think about the first three phases of Marvel... Right, I mean, whatever we think about, fucking. Well, I'll, I'll, let's let's talk about. It. Let's say John Favreau first, right? So John Favreau kicks the whole thing off with Iron Man. That's considered one of their best films. John Favreau is a great filmmaker. And then you you bring in um, damn, who did um. Fast forward. Let's let's fast forward a little bit, right? So you, whatever we think about it now, at the time, like Josh Whedon was a huge name. You know what I'm saying? He created. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and all these other things already. Like, he already had his... He already was known for, you know what I'm saying, creating these big franchises and stuff like that. So him helming Avengers wasn't like... It was a good idea at the time. You know what I'm saying? And, you mm. know, whatever. Avengers hasn't aged that well, but it's still a pretty good film. It, it doesn't seem like they care about, like, the type of talent they get. Just that they follow the... The, the line, the you know formula, what I'm saying? Like you follow the formula, formula follow the direction. Right, right, right. Yeah. And to me, that's really hurting the quality because you need like... Um, it's like a call center type shit. Yeah, they give you, you the you, fucking script and yeah. they just put anybody behind the phone. Yeah, yeah you yeah, need some type bro. of individuality. Yeah. So I can say, that's what like, I know you didn't like Doctor Strange as much, but that's what I loved about Doctor Strange. It felt like a Sam Raimi movie. Regardless of how we may have felt about it, it felt like a Sam Raimi movie. It didn't feel like just one of these okay it's just one of those Marvel, throwaway Marvel movies you know what I'm saying Damn, that's, that's part it had his that was part of like part of the reason why I didn't like it too much is it had too much of, of his style I think like okay he, like I said I'm just I'm saying like just in general like we he, need he that. had a stamp on it right, right. okay we he was need, able to leave we, a stamp I get what you're right. saying we yeah, need right. that from the directors like we need the directors in Marvel to be able to really like leave individual stamps so we can say okay this movie was directed by him that's why it was this style like imagine like imagine Winter Soldier was in the style of, of fucking, um, I don't know, fucking something later on that's like funnier or something like that, like a, a Guardians or or um, even She Hulk or something like that. Just all this phase four everything stuff, satirical, everything sarcastic, everything right, 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 light right, right. And bright, and everything a happy ending, right? Right. Even like, somebody's death made into like a hopeful moment or something. Right, 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 right. They're making they're making in Winter Soldier and they're making like conspiracy theory jokes or something like that. Right. It's like it would have it wouldn't have hit the same. Mm -hmm. Like you needed that movie to feel like this espionage film. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now it just kind of seems like we're just trying to fit into this you know buddy comedy action comedy thing. And it's getting old and it's getting tired. You know what I'm saying? And then when you couple you couple that with the bad visual effects and you couple that with the bad direction, it's like, okay, you guys are really starting to slip in quality. And, and according to rumors, 
um, the higher ups have taken notice that number one, Bob Iger is back, right? So G brought up Disney, the head of the former CEO of Disney who had took over from Bob Iger. He is now gone from the company. Bob Iger has returned, and you know, he, one of the things he said just to speak about Disney for a second is with the animation. You know, he wants to give the control of what they make, you know, back over to the animators, and, and which that sounds like a good thing. You know, it sounds like Pixar and all that stuff. Like give them uh, more creative control, and I think. Since he's been back, we've heard rumors of Marvel, the whole Phase 5 kind of like restructuring, where there'd be less movies or spread out time in between movies, like change. Probably going to be probably gonna see some changes in the schedule, you know what I'm saying? Because I think they, they it's going to go back to quality versus quantity. And that's, I mean, listen, man, I know it sucks because everybody looks forward to seeing like eight movies a year from these motherfuckers. Just a yeah. joke, obviously not eight. Right. But I think in the long run, I think like fans that actually give a shit about the story and actually give a shit about what they're watching... Will appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, I mean, like I'd rather yeah. I'd rather wait half a year for a movie and that shit be fire as hell than hell like yeah. two three months and that shit comes out looking like I said the Doctor Strange forehead, She Hawks like acting or fucking like you know Thor Love and Thunder's horrible fucking like writing and direction. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just all disappointing. It wasn't a good year for Marvel. Mm. I mean, still making hella fucking numbers. Like they're still okay. Like I'll just say it, they're doing better than DC. That's for sure. But yeah, that's not hard though. It's it's. <laughs> That's not yeah, <laughs> but like it's compared to like their other movies, their other phases and shit. This wasn't that great. No, this was the most lackluster yeah, phase. It wasn't and that then, now you know a lot of people have uh, easy there, sir. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people have uh, said this is the most like disjointed phase. Like right. it doesn't feel connected. Now that I'm gonna push back against because I think that's kind of like the point. Like the point is like you know we kind of in the. Uh, like in the comic books, like where they, where they, they disassembled, hmm. you know what I'm saying, the Marvel, you know, they had the big event and all the heroes, the Avengers disbanded, everybody went their separate way. Now we in that disassembled era where there are no Avengers, there is no team. You know, it's just everybody out here doing their own thing. And eventually it's going to lead back to, you know, I'm assuming the new Avengers, which, you know, like it'll be their own version of that from the comic books. But I'm assuming like that's what it's, that's what it's leading to. I don't think everything, that's not one of the issues for me, like the disjointed thing. Like everything doesn't need to be connected in that way. Like mm. I was super happy that Wakanda, for, like Wakanda forever set up shit for like Wakanda. Like it set up like what's to come. It, the only thing in, in Wakanda forever that like to me was like, okay, let's connect it to what's coming was the Victoria Hand character. The the, the lady with the dark hair. Who's, mm. um, right, right, right. Um, what's his name? Uh, Watson's wife. Yeah. We'll call him Watson because he was Watson in Sherlock Holmes. But, That's uh, hilarious. I thought that was his actual name at first. Like, no, no, she, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But she was Watson's. She was Watson's wife, and um, that was like you know, obviously that's setting up Thunderbolts, and she was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well. And mm-hmm. she's probably like one of the they said like the human, you know, on the ground level big bad essentially. She's kind of like the on the ground. So that was like the only thing. Other than that, it was very focused on its world and what it was doing, and its characters, and what's coming next for their. You know their characters, so to me that works. Because you look at Marvel Phase One, and Marvel Phase One was that way. Iron Man One was concerned with Iron Man One. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was only at the very end did it tease a larger universe. That's what that's what I felt like. Uh, you know, not to take a shot at DC, but that's what uh, like a Batman vs Superman didn't understand. Like it was trying to get to the next thing. While being in the moment, like mm-hmm. let's stay in the moment and make the best possible movie, and then let's tease that there could be more. We'll figure out 
what that is. No, they weren't trying to do that. They were trying to literally set up like, okay, like we got Batman vs Superman fighting this movie. Uh, Steppenwolf is dialing Lex Luthor through the box. Like, <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's too much shit going on here. Like, but you know, and that's why it was you know kind of a disaster. But so for me, I think that works. Like, it works. Like, that's not something they're getting wrong at Marvel, in my opinion. Like, they're not getting wrong. It's, it wasn't that wasn't a fault of Phase Four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Phase Four had a lot of faults. Don't get me wrong. But I just don't think that it being disjointed. I don't think that was one of them. That, that was that's never been a huge complaint of mine. Not every, I mean, I, I'm with you, but not every Marvel movie has to connect. I mean, as long as it doesn't like step on, they don't step on each other's toes, right? Yeah, you know I mean, like, I, I don't actually mind that not every movie connects, you know, right? Like, some there, there are some good movies that are just one in one out, you know, what I mean? yeah. yeah. So, as long so as you I, don't kill I, off the main character or I whatever, like you know, good, I like a good standalone <laughs> story, man. Mm. I like a good standalone story, man. Um, shit, what else was there to talk about? I know, um. I'm gonna let you say this. What's his name? Some uh, he got cast in Captain Marvel. Oh, uh, show me the name. The name is Park Seal Jun. Okay, what he just said. He just got <laughs> he just got cast. He just got cast in Captain Marvel. Gonna be playing Captain Marvel's husband. They say husband. Hey, he's from a, he's from a planet where everybody like uh, sings to speak or something like that. I think in the comic books they say everybody speaks in rhyme on his planet. Like everybody rhymes when they talk, but I think in this movie it'll be everybody sings or something like that. Right. So I guess I don't know whatever. That's interesting news. Real quick though, because we didn't even talk about this. I don't even know how we didn't talk about this. Like, because we were totally wrong. We can kind of like I don't think I have anything else there on the list, but we can kind of wrap it with this, right? Right. What do you? We didn't talk about Wakanda forever. Like we ain't got to talk about the whole. It's been out long enough. We don't have to like review the movie. Right. I loved it. I thought it, I give it you know eight point eight. I loved it. I thought the movie was uh, fantastically written, fantastically directed. Coogler was amazing. I want to see Coogler direct uh, one of them goddamn Avengers movies. I don't know which one, but one of them. I want to <laughs> see Coogler direct it. He's a fucking amazing. He's, he's amazing. Right. He's amazing, and he's for us. So I'm with that. Uh, the, the, really, what I want to talk about is the end, mm-hmm. right? Because I was wrong. First of all, I'm going to say this too. I was wrong. I, I sat here on the microphone uh, some months back and was totally against this movie, totally against the idea of them killing off T'Challa, totally against the idea of them making Shuri the Black Panther. I was totally against a lot of the things that this movie uh, did. But I think I was against them because of how I thought, you know, they were going to do it. And I also, I think, when you have like a person like Chadwick Boseman, he's so loved. There's so many emotions that go into it. Neither side is wrong. You know, neither side is wrong of how they see it. You know, when people go, no, they have to, they, they can't recast, they have to, you know, say goodbye to the character or, or kill the character out of respect for him, they're not wrong in their feeling. When another when the other side says, you have to recast, he, that T'Challa must live on, you know, because of the performance that he gave, because of how much he gave to the role, they're not wrong. They're both giving a, an emotional response. I think what Marvel is able to do and I should have known they would be able to do this because no matter how big of a fault when they're on their game they're on their air game I should have known they'd be able to find the middle ground I should have known they'd find a way to get their cake and eat it too I should have known that shit because it's Marvel and they're just that fucking good they were able to pay homage to Chadwick Boseman give that time to breathe because I do forget like this 
is a real cat. And I saw the pain of the cast throughout the movie. And I saw it through the, through the press run and everything. This is real pain these people had to go through. So they needed time to grieve. To, to just bring in a new Black Panther and have them have to act like this is their real life brother. You know what I'm saying? The man who stood by them they made these movies with. They just they, That would have been too difficult to do. So I understand that. But they were able to keep the character alive uh, by introducing the new T'Challa, who is T'Challa's son. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. You can honor and kind of say goodbye to the character that Chadwick Boseman created, but then we'll still have the opportunity of the comic book T'Challa through this new son character. So to me, it's like the best of both worlds. And the only reason I feel like as fans, we couldn't see that is because we was thinking emotionally. We was thinking from the standpoint of being hurt that we had lost our hero and we didn't want to lose our hero. And I think that's completely understandable. You know what I mean? Which why I'm sorry I'm talking like that. No, no, I mean that's the get off your chest, bro. No, I'm just you know. No, um, it wasn't bad how they did it, but I I'm still not I'm still not 100 convinced that they shouldn't have recast him. Like, hear me up. They I, I feel like they probably could have postponed this movie for a different phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean nothing other than like a goodbye to to Chadwick. You know what I mean? I'm not not, not taking away from that. Right, and it being a huge, you know, movie in his honor, right, right. Nothing for the main universe of Marvel happened that was this crazy in this movie that they couldn't have put this off for a different phase. And then they could have gave everybody a little more time to grieve. It could have gave them more time to look for the, you know, um, someone that would honor his legacy as the next Black Panther, as the next, you know, T'Challa. Right. You see what I'm saying? So they, nothing happened here that, that that they needed to absolutely drop this movie down. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not I'm not I'm not against how they went about it. I, I love the way they went about it. I had a secret, had a kid that you know what I mean, and it turns out he himself wanted that kid raised in a different area, so that way the pressures of nobility wouldn't weigh him down as a, as right, a person, right? right. And so, his enemies as well, you know? enemies too, and that way he can learn to love everyone and see everyone. So it, it kind of like seemed like it circled back to what was going on with him and Killmonger. You know what I mean? Like yeah. his father was so stuck with the whole nobility thing that he failed to look at the little people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Chadwick, and then you know him being so angry with his father when. When he actually went to that dreamscape world where he was actually speaking to the past Black Panthers, right. screamed at them they were all wrong. You know what right. I mean? So that this circles back to that, and I, I, I fuck with it heavy. Like I, I enjoyed the way they do it, and if they, this is the path they chose, I'm with it, right, for the Black Panther. But I'm not entirely convinced that they couldn't have gone the other direction and recast it and it not work. You know what I mean? I think that how you said there's no wrong answer here. There's no right or wrong answer right. here, right? I think it could have worked the other way too. I think I think I think it could have worked the other way, but only if they would have had the time, like you just said. Yeah, yeah. If, like if, if this was still their scheduled time, then no, it no, probably it wouldn't have. Re- the people wouldn't have responded so well to it. No, it think. couldn't have worked. Yeah, it couldn't. Have I don't worked. think the actors would. There would have been like you just some disconnect between the, the actors, obviously. You know what I mean? Because they they all seem to very much be. They love this guy. They right. love Chadwick Boseman. Absolutely. Right? The fans love them. So Absolutely. like you can only imagine his co- his co stars, right? Right. So it, it would have been a huge disconnect. I think we would have seen it in the acting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and maybe even the writing, you know? Direction so I, as well. The direction, yeah, I mean, so it, it would have been maybe a little off. But had they, Coog- I mean, Coogler really designed this world with Chad. Which, exactly. So had, had they been able to push this on for maybe a phase or the end of the next phase or even the next two phases or whatever, right? Because, right? again, nothing for the Marvel world or Marvel Universe happened that, 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 was like, that was like universe changing that they absolutely needed this, like, right here, right now. I think if had they pushed it off a little further, I think they could have. They could have. I think they could have went with that direction. I'm cool with what they're doing now too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm cool with it. They did it really well. I mean, it was awesome. You know, what I mean, it, you can. The movie was written very well. It, it was. Right. It was done very well. 
I, I only complaint again was that I wish Sherry had more fight scenes. Okay. But I mean that's just me. I'm an action buff, so. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think. Um, now, one thing I'll, I'll disagree with you on is there. I feel like there was a major change though for the Marvel universe, and that's Namor himself. Because he is the first. What he's the first mutant character, right? That we've seen on the big screen. Yeah, you but I mean, in this movie, they didn't even really, that wasn't even like a prominent... They like, did say he was a mutant, though. And they did say he was a mutant. Yeah, but that that was hardly like important to this story. You for know, sure. See what I'm saying? For so, sure, like, for sure. But I'm just saying like his unveiling to the like the world and Telecon and people, just their version of Atlantis being introduced to the MCU... I think that's still that's still that's a huge implication for the future. That's the only thing I would say. Yeah, but that's that still could have been done in a little. It could have been phase. done later. Yeah, 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 unless Namor is going to be helping him fight against Kang. You know what I mean? I, I believe he he would have to, right? I hope so. But I mean, let's say let's say like it, let's let's say that's just not even like the direction to go. Where he's or he's, he's such a minor character in the Kang Dynasty thing. It's like they, you know. But either way, like I said, I'm glad with how they went about it. Yeah. Um, to me, like that, that was a beautiful um, him having the son at the end. And the son being named T'Challa, I think that was just a beautiful compromise. It was a beautiful compromise. Because, you, you, you know, you get to say goodbye to the version of... You can you get to acknowledge that the version of Chadwick Boseman, T'Challa, will never see that again. And we'll, we get to acknowledge that we had it. You know what I'm saying? It's done. And we get to celebrate it and grieve it. And then know that we'll still have T'Challa. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of the comic book storylines can, you know what I'm saying, could be attributed to that to that character, you know what I'm saying, as it gets as he gets older and stuff like that. Maybe the Storm storyline. Maybe this is, you know, he's the, the MCU has always been different mm. than, you know what I'm saying? Like Scott Lang, like we just talking about Ant-Man in the comic books. Ant-Man was an OG Avenger. Mm. And in this version, you know, he, you know, he just worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, he wasn't even, he wasn't an Avenger. Only Scott Lang was. So, for me, a lot of the storylines that would have gone to Chadwick Boseman's um, T'Challa, like maybe, you know, him beating Storm or, you know, uh, whatever, uh, becoming a full-fledged Avenger, a lot of that stuff can be tra- translated to Shuri and new T'Challa, you know. Right. So I think that's a, it's a, it's a cruel compromise. One thing i got to say about Wakanda Forever, the last five minutes of Wakanda Forever are, the, in my opinion, are the best final minutes of any Marvel movie. I think they're the best final minutes of any Marvel movie. From the from her coming to the beach to to, to grieve her brother to sitting there to bring the funeral garbs to remembering him in the moment of silence. That's that's the most powerful moment of silence in a movie I've ever seen. And I'm showing silently showing all his scenes and all the moments she had with him. And you can see Chadwick Boseman, see his smile, see everything you know, the, the, the love that he had and the, the passion that he put into that role, it's like you could see it and you could feel it all. You didn't have to hear it because it, mo- it was a the moment of silence, but you actually got to visually uh, see it. You know what I'm saying? Her go through that moment and then, like, her take that final, you know what I'm saying, like, breath and kind of, like, release everything and for that to just really be the end of the movie, a movie that was about grief, that shit was just fucking beautiful. That was fucking beautiful. And I think... I think the after credit scene where you see the sun and you get the explanation on the sun, I think that's top, at least it's top three after credit scenes for me from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A lot of the Marvel, a lot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, after credit scenes are like, look, indicators of what's next. 
are indicators of well, this bad guy is coming. But this was something that was like connected to the story of what we had just watched and was a great like, okay, let's put a final button on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, we dealt with all this grief. There's a touch of hope. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just give this a little touch of hope. So I just thought that film was just fucking amazing. So at least, you know what I'm saying, if that's an indication of where Marvel is headed, despite all the problems that they've had and all the things we know that they have to fix, mm. if that's an indicator of where they're headed, I don't think they gonna have much to worry about in terms of, like, you know what I'm saying, mm. being able to make quality films again. Because I think they can still do it. I believe they still can do it. One thing I want to talk about, too, before we get out of here. The shows, the shows is where I really want the quality to come up. Because, yeah, the movies have had their issues. Let's talk about some of the shows, too. You know, you didn't, I don't even think you even finished Hawkeye. No, fuck that. That shit was annoying as fuck. And fucking, you know, I ain't gonna, <coughs> I'm sorry. I know people like Ms. Marvel, but, you know, shout out to Yeah, me. shit. I mean, I'm glad they got, I'm glad people felt like they were, I mean, they were represented. Right, let's, let's, I let's. absolutely, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> let's put that I, out there. Yeah, let, let me, let me start with that first. Right. I'm glad that they all, everybody felt represented. Right. You know, Shout out to diversity. Did. Shout out to the diversity. Boy, that shit sucked though. <laughs> Holy shit, that shit sucked. That was like horrible, horrible, bro. That, right. it was like, ah, it was, it, it really felt. Disney had a whole, I really felt like this girl was gonna grab a wand and be like, "Hi, my name is you know Miss Marvel. <laughs> my name is Kamala yeah, Khan. Kamala Khan, you watch this channel. I really felt that coming, dog. I, I it really felt like a Disney, you know, one of them Disney movies where they take one of their shows like a Hannah Montana or a Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and they make like an out like put two episodes together and call it a call movie. It a movie. Yeah, it, that's what it felt like, dog. And I watched it from beginning to end. Yeah, you're a brave soul. Oh, uh, bro, that shit. I, <laughs> Destiny, Destiny had me watching that shit. Yeah. She loved that shit. She loved, she loved that that foo-foo shit like that, bro. Yes, yeah, uh, I can do it. But I, I, I did do it. Then that was why I'm complaying so fucking hard. Right, right, I'm saying right. I couldn't do it, but I did. I did do it, and that shit was like, ah, oh, man, that that didn't make me hope. The the best part, the very best part, was the end with the Captain Marvel. Okay. Yeah, yeah and, and then the whole mutant reveal too. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at your jeans, and there was a certain mutation. That shit said. And that was it. That was that. Was that. <laughs> that was the best part. That was it. Yeah, I love that fucking theme song. I'm glad they did that shit in uh, Doctor Strange though. That was that was cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Man, hold up, man. I know. I keep saying we gonna get the fuck out of here. I know. I'm sorry. I know. Somebody listen to this like, what the fuck? Are you gonna get out of here or what? <laughs> trying to get out of here for ten minutes. Get out of here for twenty minutes, right? right what's that? How the fuck are we not gonna talk about Wolverine being back though? Oh, Hugh Jackman. That is right. About? I'm and they did that shit that. in fucking typical Ryan Reynolds fashion, dog. They made a real commercial comedy yeah. thing out of it. Yeah, that was funny. Where they like, oh, yeah, it's going to be this. He's like, he's like, like you, you want to do a movie with me as, as Wolverine? He's like, yeah, Ryan, that's fine. Like, oh, yeah, when he walks yeah, past. Okay, yeah. I was talking about the one where they sitting at the couch. He's like, it's going to be about this. And then they, the voice like, the sound all goes it, out. Yeah. Yeah, and like, all you see is Wolverine like, yeah, doing his most putting the claws, yeah, yeah. Putting the claws to his head and shit like that. Yeah, so... I'm excited. That's ex- oh, no. I'm excited. I'm excited. I didn't know my initial thoughts initially to you was like, man, I don't know about this. Just because I was like, man, you know, what is that? It, regardless of variant or whatever, right? Let's, mm. let's the general audience for a second. To see Hugh Jackman again as Wolverine, no matter what, that cheapens Logan a little bit. They can say whatever they want to say. That cheapens Logan a little bit. Even if we know this is a different Logan, it's a variant, that cheapens that. Because that wasn't just, that movie wasn't just to say, you know, Wolverine is gone, and that's that's the end of Wolverine. That was to say that this is the end of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. 
It was supposed to be a, a swan song, a, a goodbye to his iter- excuse me, his iteration of the yeah, character. Yeah, but if he's willing to come back, it doesn't really take away from him saying goodbye. You know what I mean? Like he, like it would have been different if, like, God forbid, God forbid, right? God forbid, there's a dark scenario, guys. Yo, God please, forbid, please. He, he passed. Jesus Christ. Right? You know what I mean? And then it would be disrespectful if we tried bringing in, like, a new Wolverine immediately. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, bro. You know what I mean? We just said goodbye to this guy, and here you guys are trying to, like, shove that shit down right. our throats immediately. Well, right, right, right. Because right? this just shit wasn't even, like, what, two, three years ago or some shit right, like that? Right. Right? Okay. He's a Hugh Jackman coming back. Like, his own, like, volition coming back. Right, you right. know what I mean? And he seems excited. So, like, you know what I mean? Unless he comes out and is just like, nah, man, that contract fucking sucks. Or, nah, man, I, I really don't want to do this anymore. I'm with it. And I think a lot of us should be with it, too. Like, everybody that liked his Wolverine, I think, will enjoy this. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm with seeing it again. I'm with seeing him again for sure. But I just think it's still like it still cheapens the thought of like, okay, that was supposed to be the last time we saw him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's not that big. Not with this whole variant bullshit. And I, whatever oh. to me, you know what I mean. And I actually saw something that said there was a rumor that the was it the TVA, right? the Time Patrol motherfuckers mm-hmm. in, in Loki, that they're gonna have a huge part to play in this Deadpool movie too. Mm, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it's just it's an article rumor thing that I saw. So I mean, who could be baseless? As fuck. I mean, right, right, right. People make shit up, but it'd be interesting. That'd be interesting if that's true. I don't know. It'd be real interesting. interesting. Cause I know, I know they've been talking for a while about how to introduce Deadpool into the Marvel universe, the regular one. You know what I mean? Right. So I mean, that would be an interesting way to do it. Yeah. Like I had, I had, uh, I had mentioned, I did, I did the John Jordan speaks about this, about Wolverine coming back, and I said they should bring back uh, Daphne Keene too, who played, she played X twenty three. Right. Right. Because I think, now to me. That's a way. Now you might go, well, okay, well, that's really just. But no, to me, I think that's you. You now you really letting the audience know this is not the same Wolverine because right. she Wolverine died in her arms. You know, Wolverine died in her arms and you know gave her hope for a better future. If she ends up in the MCU, trapped on this adventure with Deadpool and Wolverine, a Wolverine who is not her father, who doesn't have this connection with her, it'd just be interesting. I think that could be a real traumatic and you know interesting uh, storyline to explore. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that could be real. That that pull on the heartstrings. You know what I'm saying? Because she saw him die. He embraced her as his daughter. And now you're introduced to this variant who has none of those uh, feelings for you. And it, it'd be just a cool way. I just want, I would love to see that version of X-23 again. To, see, to For her to only get one movie, I think it's, just, it's criminal. I, I feel like when they made Logan, they didn't realize how good it was going to be. I feel like they went, they put you know, a good foot forward for right. sure, like to make a strong movie, but... I don't think they expected it to be as good. Like, like, like you said, X-23 got one movie. You're right. One movie? Yeah, I mean, like, that's crazy. Well, that and I think maybe they didn't, you know, a couple things, right? They didn't expect... They expected that to be the end of Wolverine, number one. They expect... They probably didn't expect or going to it, making it, thinking like, okay, Fox is going to get sold to Disney. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because that goes... Because if, if Fox doesn't get sold to Disney, they were... I think they were thinking about making an X-23 spinoff or something like that right. at a certain point because they land their own things like even De- like Deadpool 3 is not what it was going to be when it was at Fox now you know what I'm saying the mm-hmm. Deadpool 3 that we're going to get is not what the Fox um, Deadpool would have been the Deadpool 3 would have been so like that's probably why a lot of those things changed but it seems like you know Kevin Feige it seems like he's real open to bring back a lot of those Fox people you know what I'm saying? And she was the fucking... She stole the show on that movie. So I just see... It just seems so... And I think she said she'd be down for it. So I would love to see it. I don't know if I'd be okay with seeing her in the Deadpool movie, though. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't mind her coming back, but I, I don't know if I'd want her to be in the Deadpool movie. 
not necessarily because you know anything wrong with Deadpool, but I just I feel like that would take away a lot from whatever is going on between Deadpool and Wolverine. You know what I mean? Like, unless, unless, unless she is the focal focal point, like Deadpool's trying to kill her for some reason or vice versa or something. You know what I mean? Well, well Deadpool, the Deadpool movies had uh, you know throwaway not throwaway characters, but like side they had Colossus as a side character. Mm. They had Negasonic Teenager as a side uh, character. I forget her girlfriend's name. Kimiko. 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 Her as a, as a side character. I think they could have X-23 in that type of role if, say for instance, um, them going through different universes is a, is a plot point. If Wolverine and Deadpool are fighting and they end up in X-23's universe and she sees Wolverine again, has that emotional reaction, and Deadpool being the fourth wall breaker that he is, you know what I'm saying? These two are like looking at each other like crazy and shit all feral. Deadpool like turns to the to the audience and is like, "This is X twenty three from you know such and such the Fox yeah. from the you know last scene in Logan." You know what I'm saying? Her Wolverine is dead, but our Wolverine is alive now. You know some shit like that, like a quick expository explanation for the audience. Then you know she's kind of like a tag along character from that point. Of yeah, the but movie. see that, that 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 goes against her as like her value, her character value. Like you know, what I mean, she was such a like a like she was pulling at the heartstrings and Logan, and now she's just like a tag along side character. You know. Like, I think it takes away too much. Like, it, what you just said about, you know what I mean, him coming back as Wolverine diminishes, like, Logan. I feel like that diminishes the X-23 we saw in Logan. If she would just come back and just be, like, a throwaway character. Not a th- no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Not a throwaway character. Like, say, like, you introduce her. I'm saying, like, you keep her as this tag-along character in the Deadpool 3, not to, not as to, like, overshadow Deadpool and Wolverine, have her kind of be around. And then at the end of the movie, reveal that she's stuck in the MCU or something like that. Like, I think that could be interesting. I mean, that's, uh, I, I, I mean, maybe done right, maybe. Because think about this, I remember. Uh, Wouldn't mind seeing her in the MCU. I just don't know if that's the way I would. You know what I mean? Right. Because yeah. remember, uh, remember in the comic books some, some years back when they had the young X Men come to the future. Mm. It was the original five. They came to the present, and remember they had left the mansion at a certain point. They were doing their own thing, and then X twenty three joined them. You remember that? Mm-hmm. What if they did something like that in the films? Like, but it's not like, like the X Men didn't come from the future or anything. Like nothing too complicated like that. But you got the core five, right? And then a time displaced because X Men always got somebody time displaced on their team, whether it's Bishop, it's Cable, uh, you know, uh, uh, Rachel Summers, Hope, right. Hope Summers, whatever, who, whomever. Them niggas, them, they be time displaced. So like, it's always a fucking Summer or Bishop. Right. And this time it could be X twenty three though. Who? If you still don't want to, especially after just bringing back Hugh Jackman, if you still don't want to recast Wolverine yet, you now have a Wolverine for this X-Men team without recasting Jackman. You know what I mean? Yeah. That could be interesting. I mean, the easiest solution, honestly, would just go with variant. Just say that she comes from the same universe that that, that uh, Professor Xavier came from, the one that from the Doctor Strange movie. Like that would be the easiest way to do it. You could do that. They when they created that, they created like a safety net for so many potholes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. So it could easily be that. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd want to see X23 in a Deadpool, and because of that emotional response that it had before, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because even though Deadpool, like Deadpool two, had more of a like, you know, what I mean, have was, you know, more of him being sad throughout the whole movie because his girl died or whatever. Right, it, right. it still wasn't like an overly like pull out the heart movie, you know. Yeah. It's kind of him just like ah uh, making up for like a for like a mistake he made with the kid basically you know yeah so not sure I'd want to have like 
the same like or even close to the Logan effect in a Deadpool movie. I feel like it'd be like a like an offset, you know, a little bit of an imbalance there. Maybe, yeah. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's not, it's not a bad idea. It really isn't. It's just I don't know if I want to see that in a live action movie. You know? Yeah. Like that that sounds like in my opinion that sounds more like a comic story than it would be like for a movie, or at least a live action movie. You know what I mean? I mean, do you still know? I just, like I said, I, I'd be open to it for sure. We, I, we, don't, know what, coming we, back. we don't know what their plans are. For right, right, obviously. We got to see it. I'd be cool with her coming back. Like, I don't want anybody to misunderstand it that. Easily, really cool. It could easily be something more similar to, you know, Hugh Jackman's the MCU's Wolverine, and, like, they do something along the lines of X-Force or something like that. It could be something sim- cool more, more simple, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, cool we too. really don't know um, what they plan on doing, but just... That the movie takes place in the multiverse saga and having Deadpool, I just don't feel. I feel like you can't, you can't miss that opportunity to do some crazy shit, like with the multiverse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's to me. I said like you have Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Like, I said Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Excuse me. Hugh, like you have a uh, Wolverine and Deadpool pop into some of the craziest fucking universes, like onto some wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Like, say they, like, bust through a fucking portal or some shit like that, and they, like, see the X-Men, like, in extremely comic-accurate suits or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cyclops got the yellow uh, tidy whities up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, what the fuck? Just, just so many. Yeah. <laughs> you got somebody in the background actually doing that. <laughs> no, I think we talked about this before, too. Like, because, you know, one of the... One of the reported issues with Hugh Jackman being playing Wolverine was that it was extra stressful on his body, and he had like skin, he had like a skin cancer like that. that kept that was kept coming back throughout his time as Wolverine. Right. That became made it hard for him to work out and get treatment. Right? Marvel got so, so many damn green screens and blue screens. Not, not even that. No, if, ain't outside. if they could give him, <laughs> if they can give him a, a suit, you know what I mean, a suit that like like a more comic accurate suit, and then have this dude have a sh- keep a fucking shirt on for mm-hmm. a whole goddamn movie. You won't need to have that super chilled out body. You know what I mean, do a couple arm workouts a week. You know what I mean, get your biceps right. That's that's a lot easier than it is to get your whole body shredded like he, he did for right, every Wolverine right, movie, right? Or for the you know the last couple of Wolverine movies. Right? So you thinking like a padded type? It ain't even got to be padded. Hugh Jackman's not like an not out padded. of shape guy. You not know what I mean? Padded, but okay, look, for instance, like like like, like Henry Cavill's Superman suit, right? Like it has padding in it. Like okay. People go, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's really more, like come on. like this shit has some padding on it. Right. Like but light. It's not like Shazam padding though. That no, shit was no, no, outrageously no, fucking no, that, ridiculous. Yeah, that, shit that shit was bad. It looked like it was another man underneath his suit. Yeah, and he was just like, like yeah, yeah. And he put, tucked his fucking head in and let this yeah. loser put his head up, he right? Looked, yeah. He looked like uh remember in Dragon Ball Z when Go Ten and, and Trunks stood on top of each other and they was uh what's the dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking like, about. <laughs> <laughs> that that shit looked bad. Super, yeah. now, it, it don't even have to be like anything crazy padding. It could easily just be like, you know what I mean, like his fucking yellow and blue suit, you know what I mean? Just just maybe the yellow part in his chest is a little leathered out, so that way you're kinda just you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something where it doesn't require him to go through all that extensive training if that's gonna be a problem for him. You know what I mean? Mm. I think he's still gonna get ripped. No, no, I'm sure that's a pride thing, but it, if, as long as if it's his choice and his choice yeah. alone, then that's fine. But if it's not, you sign the contract. You know, you better get something. No, absolutely. But like you see, what I'm saying like as long as it doesn't put him in a position where he's just like, "Fuck, I can't do this again." Yeah, like I'm yeah. too old for this. You yeah. know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Like be comfortable about it, dog. You know? Yeah. Like be comfortable. Like you, know, you don't have to be like the ripest Avenger out there. You yeah. Know? Like, you... it's, yeah. True. True. Yeah. So we got anything else? No, yeah. No, man. I no. think that's it, man. I think we we wrapping. 
think that's it. I think we got it all. Good shit. For today. Obviously, there's going to be more to come. Oh, oh wait. We got to play the game. <laughs> we got to play the game. <laughs> we forgot to do the retrograde. We forgot to do the retrograde. We said this last episode. We're going to play a game. Not every week. We don't do this every week, but we're going to do it certain weeks. <laughs> Not every week, every other week, something like that. But we introduce something to the audience called retrograde. We create a scenario and we give you the um, the uh, points, I guess, to play the game. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's essentially like a poll. You know what I'm saying? We give you a, a question and uh, different uh, point systems, and different answers that attribute to a point system. Help me out here. I'm not <laughs> okay, uh, you you wouldn't you were just going on. I just thought maybe you understood. All right, so it's basically just a, a poll, right? You're gonna sit here and uh, we're gonna go on our Instagram stories and we're gonna create a poll. And it's going to be, so for this instance, we're retrograding Superman. So who out of like the live action, you know, movies and shows had the best display of superpowers, right? Well, you want to name Superman first or? And the what? You want to name the Superman first and then the challenges or challenges first? Challenges first. Okay, fine. Yeah. So the best display of powers would be one. Who had the best S curl? You know, that stupid little curl on the fucking forehead. (laughs) Who had the best super suit, right? Who had the best Clark Kent persona? Best Lois Lane. Who had the best Lois Lane? Who had the most iconic lines in their movie and respective shows? Each of these count for one point each. Oh, you want to keep going? Yeah, yeah. You're interrupting <laughs> the fuck out of me. You might as well fucking keep going. No, I was just saying they each count for one point. I thought we was doing it together. I'm sorry. But each of them count for one point each. Um, each of these can be given to one of the live action Superman. These Superman that we're, we're, we're rating today. Uh, Christopher Reeve. Brandon Ralph. Dean Cain, Tom Welleck, Henry Cavill, Tyler Hawkins. Yuck. These are the Superman in question <laughs> that we will be answering for. Next episode, we will give our results, who we, how, what our points added up to, who yeah. we consider and then the, the polls uh, that we got on the Instagram best Superman. Too. You know, using these things, and then we'll put it on our Facebook story, Instagram story, and yeah, we'll see what the fans thought as well. So chime in for that. Look for that. Yeah, you'll see it throughout the week. You know what I mean, so just look out yes. for it. And we'll get better at explaining it too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be a little more in sync and you know yeah. not interrupt each other while we was on a roll. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I thought you. I thought like you had a short pause and I thought I took. There it was as, no pause. You said there was a shit. short. There was a short pause and I took it as an alley. Like I took it as an alley. Like, okay, oh, he just. What time it. is it, Doug? He just threw the book. No, I, no, I, I want to explain this because I don't want you to be hurt. I want you. To I know what an alley oop is, Doug. No, no, I know you know what alley oop is, but I, I thought you was alley ooping to me. So, I, so you had to pause. I said, okay, that's alley oop. The ball's in the air. I'm going to get it. Bam, I'm going to get it. I'm slamming. That's when I started talking. But then I looked down, and I see you was actually shooting the ball and not alley ooping, and you was looking for it to go in. And now, you know, now it looks silly. Why don't unplug your headset, dog? Just fucking, what time is it? it? You can't rest the shameless promotion. Jesus Christ, man. Anyway, it's time for shameless promotion. Just one? I see that you go. Now you interrupted me. You got away from me. <laughs> you sat back in the chair. You know I sit back in the chair and come forward and say that shit again. Don't do that shit. Okay, goddamn. Shameless. Promotion. Promotion. All right, you go first. All right, when you do that, you're supposed to start here and pull back. Not start back here and come forward. So it's not like, you know what I mean? Coming away, like, echo. No, I want to feel like I'm running towards you. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay, then you got the desired effect. Okay, for sure. He's like, I want, him, I want you to feel like I'm chasing you. Like, <laughs> like I'm moving your ass. Yeah, Way to make everybody feel fucking uncomfortable. Right. So what you got going on, Doug? What you got going on this week? Um, 
Man, you know what I'm saying? More plotting out, uh, more plotting out three G's on the pod. More uh, prepping. I'm a prep. We got a retro review coming up. I'm prepping that. I'm trying to prep that out and see what exactly. I'm pretty sure I know what the movie's gonna be, but I want to make sure we'll talk about that. We'll go over it, right? But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. What about John, Georgia Speaks? I don't have anything coming this week. Nothing you know this week. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, when, it, when it's done, it'll, it'll hit. I don't. Wanna, yeah. I don't want to say like. I'm right, premature. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's good shit. I'm gonna drop some, yeah, I'm gonna try to drop some some uh, some promo for the for the show throughout the week. I mean, they'll see that. You don't need to hear that, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, that's pretty. You let them know to look out for it. Yeah, let's look out for that for sure on TikTok. Um, gonna have some clips coming out from these episodes for sure. Uh, my Instagram, as per usual, S uh, Sunjg S zero N. <laughs> JG at SunJGS zero N J G very easy to remember. No, no underscores. Uh, no, 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 no underscores. Score. I don't, oh, I don't okay. do that. Uh, John George ninety six on TikTok. Um, mm, I don't want y'all to have my Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he talked too much shit on there, guys. Yeah, I don't want y'all to have my Facebook. This That's guy right. said that y'all Tom Cruise could play live action Kratos. Shit like that shit was some wild ass shit. That y'all was, seen that it. was funny as fuck. Though we were talking about that, I said, I said the next God of War should be uh, Kratos versus the Church of Scientology. That shit would be funny as fuck. That shit would be funny as fuck. That shit would be funny as fuck. Hey, it'd be some wild shit. Yeah, you don't even gotta fight nobody. You just gotta keep paying your way up. Hey, that's creepy as fuck, dog. That's pretty dark nature. Shit, man. <laughs> but speaking of fucking Kratos, yeah, man, on my uh, on my art page at Young Wolf Art on IG, I just posted the Kratos sketch that I've been working on for a little bit. Okay, it is yeah, yeah. fire. I like that. Yeah, I got. I actually have my next. I don't have it actually sketched out just yet, but y'all y'all know my art page. I'll put out a sketch real soon. But uh, next thing is gonna be Naruto, and it's gonna be in light of this from anime fans out here. Apparently, we're getting some big news regarding Naruto December seventeenth. And it was specified that it's Naruto, December seventeenth. Some big ass, some big ass news. Apparently, they haven't really said what it was. People are speculating. There's rumors here and there, but they specified Naruto. They didn't say Baruto. They didn't, they didn't say you know, you know they didn't say Baruto, Naruto next. They didn't say none. They said Naruto. That's so dope. hoping, hoping for some really good news. But you know, what I mean, uh, it's gonna be good news one way or another. Right, right. I'm just hoping it's like the desired news. So hopefully everybody gets you know everybody hears what they want to hear. Right? You know, Dragon Ball's back on the twentieth. Twentieth. You saw the image. You yeah, saw the image? that's just gonna be Goten and Trunks, right? Yeah, yeah, but it, but the it's image they released is 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 Goku Vegeta on uh, Beerus's planet, like in uh, Goku eating with Beerus, and then like they're they're all full of the stuff, and like Vegeta like staring up at the stars and seeing Frieza. Really? Yeah, that should look pretty uh, gas. Okay, well, good shit, good shit. Like, yeah, that should look pretty gas, man. Yeah, that's that's all you got. That's, that's all it. I got right now. Man. That's all I got, man. Um, still obviously still fuck with the pages on Facebook, man. DC Television Universe. Upper Geek, uh, Comic Geeks. Um, oh, also, man, I ain't got no smoke with the Church of Scientology, please. I don't want no smoke with y'all. I love y'all. I love Tom Cruise. He said he's coming for all. I ain't got no smoke with y'all. No smoke. Love. Benny, much, much, much love. Okay, maybe not that much love. But a little bit of love. <laughs> the hands of death could not hold him. Nah. The sisters of fate could not control him. <laughs> and on this day, George will have his revenge. He coming for y'all, Scientology. Go ahead, bro. That's what got We're going to keep talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's good, right? It's motherfucking... <laughs>